acting. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me. Back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. They're going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Jump and Jean Jean. Moody James Dean. Going Cleveland rocks. Robin the Shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Chicago River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, tonight from the War Room. This is the Emperor's Court on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Varyar. Happy to be here. So I, 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 didn't think here. I didn't think you were going to be here. He, I, I, well, I barely made it. There you go. And actually, when I got the phone with you, I was just mentioning briefly in passing when we were on the... Uh, God damn, we're booming again. Oh, it's something about this. No, no, no. It's got to be the whole thing because we're all booming. Highlander, what? second uh, knob to the right. Turn to the left. I wonder if they figured out yet this is part of the gimmick. <laughs> 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 Anyhow, just as I actually got off the phone with you, because he told me, uh, Highlander said, oh, I'll be there in two minutes. And then you, I called yeah, he, you right away. He was actually right behind me. It was oh, kind of strange. Really? So I'm driving. I was like, wow, this guy's like going where I'm going. <laughs> and then I, I turned the... Turn the uh, the right turn signal on because there's someone behind me, and then he pulls in right by. I'm like, "What the fuck's going? On? Is he going right. to come out and <laughs> kick my ass or something? Did I cut him off?" Or? And then it's him. Like, oh. Okay. And then you tell me what? Oh, I ran a red light. So my <laughs> my continued history of traffic violations is unbroken. So nice. I'm on a hot street. Well, see, you distracted me, so I'm blaming. Oh, this that's on right. You. It's my it's my fault. Blame me. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there at the red, and I'm stopped and everything. And so I got my off, headphones so my in. Co-host distracted right. Me. Yeah, I got my headphones in, so I, it starts ringing. I hit the button, and cars start moving. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. I guess I can go. So I start pulling forward. Little do I realize it's a green arrow. The guy's trying to turn left right in front of me. Right. And, he's, and I didn't get it for a second. Like, I'm like, why are you mad at me? Fuck you back. You know, I don't know what the hell your problem is. <laughs> Stop looking at me like Jeez. that. No, man. And fuck then, you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden. Dumbass on you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, and then I look up and I'm like, ah, shit, that was on me. So it went from me flipping the guy off, you know, oh, fuck you back. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. My, my bad. Damn it. <laughs> I actually have, and this kind of, I have a couple of different stories, but I have two that interlink. The root beer story will 
uh, tie into my own run-in with the law this past weekend. Nice. Oh, okay. Cool. I, will, I'm curious because I was looking at it like, that looks like pretty fancy schmancy oh, root beer. Oh, it is. Wait till you try it. And that's why I brought, I actually brought one of the soup packs down here. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you guys can't see it at home, but it, it looks like a real honest-to-God six-pack of beer. It's a micro-brew. Yeah. I, I don't, you might have heard of Sarnak beer because I know you're a big beer guy. Uh... Probably, but I can't yeah, recall it off the top of my head. On the, uh, in 1888, oh, when our small brewery was founded, real rich, creamy root beers were not uncommon. Thirty years ago, Matt's Brewing House Company, we brought this tradition back with the introduction of real brewery fresh root beer on draft in our brewery's 1888 tavern. Holy it shit. tastes Sarnak. Sarnak, yeah. Uh, oh, that's why I didn't get it. Okay. Sarnak like, is what I always. Well, I mean, that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I, yeah. See, at first, I thought it was some sort of sci-fi beer, like <laughs> like the Sarnak yes. no. from Tatooine. Uh, over fi- all 50 states and over 100 countries. Oh, yes. Good Lord. It is the seventh largest brewery in the country, and I think the second oldest. Wow. Wow. But, uh, it, but they're mainly known for beer. But it, we'll get to this story a little later on. The stuff tastes like, has a hint of vanilla, so it's kind of like a root beer float. And it's really creamy. It's really, really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to and it. And it's impossible to find in Cleveland. But, again, that, that's part of the story. We'll get okay. to that later on. Nice. Uh, so, obviously, we know what I was doing. I was at Otakon with Mystic Mem all of last week. Uh, yes. We did a meetup with Biomed. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about all that. We'll get to that a little later on. I want to get some of these stuff out of the way because that's kind of like the meat of what I've got to talk about this all evening. Right. But what would you guys do over the weekend? Highlander, what would you do? I played a shit ton of games. I went on a gaming spree. Which is kind of hard because you're in your schedule. I'm glad to hear you've got the time to actually dive into your ever you know, well, enlarging backlog. I finished the stuff that I needed to finish for Worldcon, which is one week away, so I'm ready to go. So in, in this, from, the last time we talked, from the last time we talked, I have played and beaten uh, Ellie Noir, Duke Nukem Forever, Child of Eden, and I'm playing Shadow of the Damned right now. Jesus Christ. Did I you know. get any sleep? No, not really. See, that, that's the problem. When, when I play a game... Regardless of what kind of game, I sit there and play it until it's done. So, a game that normally would take other people like a couple weeks, I beat it in like two days. I just sit down and play. I You're just, like, I, I just kind of sit it. down and then I blink like, oh, it's six o'clock. This oh, it's, oh, it's eleven thirty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Holy that's, crap! It's four a.m. What happened? You know, yeah, that kind of thing. So that's I went. I blew through all those games like crazy. See, I used to do that too, and then I got an alarm clock called the wife who comes down and says, "Are you still <laughs> doing that? What? Wait, what?" Um. I mean, if you want me to talk about all those games, I can, but I'll tell you right now, as of right now, okay. there, there's other games that are probably going to come out that might be better. Ellie Noir is my pick right now for Game of the Year. I have not really? heard yes. one single person badmouth or have anything, anything negative to say about Ellie Noir. I loved it. Nothing. I'm going to have to pick that up. It's, it's really good. Tra- I mean, you know, who's got the time? Did you like Ellie Confidential or Chinatown? Any of those kind of movies? Yeah. yeah. And you like Grand Theft Auto? Eh. Eh? Okay, well. Eh. It, if, if you're going to boil it down into one sentence, it's like Grand Theft Auto, L.A. Confidential. I can say, if you like L.A. Confidential, right. that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Great movie. So, I mean, yeah. that's really what it is. And what's, what's interesting is that what they did was it appears that they, they filmed a lot of it, like film filmed. And then they, they rotoscoped the faces or at least the, the character models right. onto the video game thing. So it looks incredibly realistic. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, in fact, that's part of the game is you're, you're a cop and you're investigating. And when you're questioning suspects... You have to. There's there's parts where you look at their face and you have to gauge based on you know how are their eyes moving and are they looking down are they looking over here are they kind of shifty determining whether or not they're telling you the truth or not. I actually thought about picking that game up for my father who was a uh, a cop for 35 years and he was the station's detective as well as a cop retired as a police chief and all the interrogation tricks all that stuff uh-huh. he did. And I'm thinking you know this might be a game because he's my father's a huge gamer huge. 
but it's primarily PC and almost all exclusively war games. But I'm thinking, eh, this might be something up his alley. It might be. The only thing I would think is that he would probably <laughs> be, like, three steps ahead of the game, and he'd probably, like, go right to where, like, the, the ending is that supposed might, to be, yeah. but you have to go through the steps in order to, you know, it's one of those kind of deals. So basically, if you're a detective or a cop, then don't play it because you were... Kind of like the part, like... Kinda, it was it's like no surprise to you, like, oh, right, I know this bad is lying. It's yeah. kind of like that one story you told me about how, like, your parents went to one of those murder mystery dinners. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah and, my dad. And, and oh, his, dad, a... his dad had basically figured it out in the first five minutes. Yeah, he's like, ten minutes, <laughs> and he's like, I knew who I did. I had wrote it down and showed my mom. He showed uh, my mom the name. She's like, shut up, don't say anything. <laughs> So it, I, that's, it was what right. I, that's what I was thinking. It was one of those things where it's like he might get a kick out of it, but it's it's obviously not real police work. It's 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 simplified for the purposes of a game. But I mean, I think he might get a kick out of it, but he might he might be like too far ahead of it. Whereas you know he's he's trying to get to the ending of of the particular mission or scenario, but he have to go through the steps first to do it. Spyro says, "I'm pretty sure I said the same exact thing about Red Dead Redemption last year. What exactly had I did I say that no one had said anything bad about it? Uh, and it's true. Oh, that's I, true. I, I didn't hear anything bad about game. it. I'm gonna be honest. when he said that. I thought maybe you said something like it'd be great for cops. It'd be great for cowboys. Oh man, my dad you know? loves the West <laughs> shooting if you're people. You're a cowboy. At, you, know. you should definitely pick up Red Dead Redemption. It really captures. Right. Demetrius says, "How was Child of Eden? Was thinking of picking it up? Uh, Child of Eden is very trippy. I was telling them it, it should come with rolling papers. That's what you were mentioning before <laughs> we on the air. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it really should. Um, there's there's a story, but who gives a shit? Because it's not about the story. It's it's just about you you put your cursor onto targets on the screen and then you you hit the button at the right time and basically you kind of keep the music going the whole time with the visuals uh the only problem i have with that game uh i beat it in 1 hour so you what, what really? you're doing is you're now luckily i was able to rent it because if i had bought it i would actually be, be a little more pissed yeah so a little I mean, pissed a little i'd be pissed. a lot pissed yeah. so what what i would do is if you're interested in child of eden rent it uh you'll beat it that day and then you can return it <laughs> All right, uh, but definitely, uh, definitely look at it. Definitely, definitely pick it up, or however you want to do it. If you want to buy it, go ahead. If you want to wait until the price comes down, do that. But it definitely should be something you should play. Good boy was t- telling me about some kind of shooter they have for the Connect. He's going to bring in tomorrow for me to uh, borrow for a couple of days. So I should no, I, uh, about next week. I, I did not play the Connect version. Okay, uh, I've heard the Connect version is amazing. It's even better. But That's really? what I was going to say because my brother's buddy who comes over and hangs out at my house all the time for whatever god awful reason. Um, <laughs> He was telling me about it last night because we were playing game. Uh, we were playing Crisis Two, which is a fun game. Um, but he was telling me about it how you know your right hand's like your blaster, or whatever, yeah, and your left hand's yeah. your laser. And yeah, you're like yeah, you have you, you have two different things. You have like uh, your regular kind of laser, and then you have like a special one that's it's like a purple one. It's only used for uh, certain enemies that are purple, and then like uh, missiles or things that get shot at you. Oh, okay. So you have to kind of go back and forth between. the Is two. it a one player or two player game? It's one player. Okay, it's a one player. Was curious. All right, Varyar, what did you do this past weekend? Uh, nothing fun. I've been busy as shit. Um, uh, at work, we're switching seasons, so it's hockey time, which means oh, rearrange no. the entire oh. store. Oh, uh, we were at the store till midnight three nights. After close, just, God, it sucked. I hated it. Um, real busy DJing lately, mm-hmm. a lot of jobs. Um, so I've been doing that. And then uh, I am the president of an organization at my college called the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization. Mm-hmm. We have a national conference in October, but it costs like six hundred people, uh, six hundred bucks a pop to get there between wow. travel and it's That's three nights at a real nice hotel. I okay. mean, it's a professional conference, um, so I'm trying to weasel the school into paying for it, which is tough. But look, if 
Lorraine Community College can somehow be weaseled into sending us all to Otakon. All expenses paid. I two years ago. Wait, you got away with that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's, like their, that's, that's awesome. I because it. Well, how they how they code it? Something like Japanese culture or some shit like right. that. Right. It's it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> the <laughs> anime club is what it is. Yeah. Right. It was. So they, I'm like okay. Nice. I'm in on this. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I, I I didn't even go to that <laughs> college. You, go to college you still got to go. No, I wasn't even in the college. I I guess I was technically part of the anime club because I went to some of the showings. Yeah. But I I got to go to the only thing I had to pay for. Was my food? I think that was it, right? I think so. Yeah, because they, they paid the for the hotel room and all they that. They paid for the hotel room. They paid. Oh no, I, I think no, they, had they had to pay, pay for the tickets. tickets. Had to pay for the tickets. Yeah, but okay, we, but that's fine. But the, the but lion share is always they paid for the air conditioned motor coach and, out right, there. Yes, and they paid for the uh, which had TVs. You know, well, yeah. we watched. Uh, was it Revolutionary Girl Utena? In we Japanese. watched some of that. Yeah, and then the other part was Jesus Christ. You want to talk some about something you need to roll? That was the know. movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was the first time you saw the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. With, I actually the, went back later and saw the the, yeah. the show, and it made more sense. It was still out there. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like, prob- the problem is with with those like movies that are based on series. It's always one of two things. It's either they take the characters and they change everything around so that the characters are not what they are in the series. Or they try to swish the entire series into 80 minutes. Right. Which, and of course, never, was. Was in either case, it yeah. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You never know what's going on. Voyeur doesn't do things half-assed. Au contraire, mon frere. <laughs> I have heard otherwise. Just this past week, I, I was told about the, the crap hole that is your bachelor pad with you and your buddies. Having oh, the air conditioning down to 65, not rolling out of the rack until 1.00. 65? Stiffing everybody on all their no, bills, no, not no, no, working no, no, no. on the house. You know, that hurts me that you would... No, no. Burning cars. Yeah. I have spent nothing but time working on that goddamn house. Listen, hold on. I had to rent a speed router, which, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what a router is, it's a shit drill. All right? All the sewers, this house had sat for so long that the sewer lines got backed up. So I had to go into the basement, open what they call a clean-out, which is a direct line into the sewer, and put a 5-inch diameter steel pipe with a cutting head on it into the pipes to clean it out. I don't want to hear shit about What about, about the doors? What about the paints? What about none of that? Well, what no about carpeting? You I've can't told you the all the stuff I've been doing. I've been getting to it as fast as I can. The basement's almost done painted. I've got to put one more coat mm. on it, and then I'm done. Oh, yeah, All right, I so I, I'm getting uh, conflicting stories now, so I wonder. Oh, my father's been there <laughs> twice in the past two months, so he can suck my hairy little balls. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anyways. Uh, yeah, I see Wanora was at uh, uh, Otakon because he's mentioning some of the things he was at. He said he was in the Otakon High Definition Theater for seven hours by accident. By accident. How the hell does that happen? I was in the in the line for the Trigun movie when the Tekken line was filling in, and I got pushed into it. So I sat through Tekken, Trigun, and the Harui movie. I see. I did get in for Trigun. Oh, that's one of the things I'm going to rip Otakon for. That pissed me off. I'll get the to Trigun that. movie. Oh yeah, not the movie. How they handled it. I'll oh, get to that okay. a little later on. You being the convention chairman and, and obviously more experienced with this than okay, you know. Either of us, All you right. can obviously give us your professional opinion. All right, I just I wasn't that. there, so I can't. Right, no, me. I understand you're getting you know the truth, which is for me, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Having said that, we have tons of articles to get to, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of material, so I guess we should jump into it, huh? All right. One thing that's kind of cool is the fact that uh, the uh, mailbag was huge this week. I don't now, doubt it. It was probably because we were off a week uh-huh. and everybody kind of accumulated. And goddamn, for some reason, I still don't hear myself in my headphones. I, I hear you. I can hear you just yeah, fine. I, yeah. It's 
aggravating the hell out of me. I can hear you. And I'm trying to figure out how to get how to fix that. At any rate, uh, anyways, we have a bunch of people sent in articles, tons of articles. I know uh, some were sent in by none left. Highlander didn't send any in. Fail. I know. The well, biggest news story going right now is the, uh, however, is the Dow Jones. I know we're, it's kind of skewing off, but I had to get some digs in here. Your boy is, lo- I mean, debt man walking at this point. Dead man walking? Debt man nice. walking. Yeah, so you like that? Yeah. You, yeah. Because we so, may all be out of work. So was it homeless. Drudge or Fox News came up with that? Rush. Okay. Uh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, so it was door number three. It wasn't okay. me. Yeah. It was door number three. Okay, fair enough. He had another good one. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was. I just saw the, the headline like. I like that. That's pretty clever. 600. It's time to start investing in ramen noodles and shotgun shells at this point. I mean, there's like no good news anywhere. It's very depressing. Well, it, there is good news, actually, because my boss just bet me 100 bucks on his reelection. <laughs> I took that bet. You know what? I, I wouldn't. I, I'm still I, not oh, convinced. I'm it. still not convinced no, he's going to lose. I, mean, I think you will. He's not going to lose. Who do you guys have to, to take him on? At this, a trained monkey, dude. I mean, no, no, you no, bankrupt no. the nation. No, Bush bankrupt the nation. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Shit yeah. again. I'm, 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 I'm proving this beyond the doubt. What a bunch of hey, No, 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 okay. no, no. Hold you, on. You start two how. wars and you don't pay for it? Fuck you both. Fuck you keep this war going when you promise to bring them home, but you send more guys over? They're coming home. Oh, eventually. They're, no, they're, they're reducing their no, numbers no, no. and they're Under coming home. From the Obama shit. administration, Iraq is now asking us to stay. We're, uh, we're going to bring so, our troops home. Okay, so 60,000 still in theater. Yeah, he said we're going to bring our guys home from Afghanistan. We sent 60,000 more. You want to talk and about that? Then he gets to Libya. Good Lord. It's not Bush. <laughs> good Lord. Libya has nothing to, has nothing to do with the day. 130 million a day. Look it up. 130 okay. million a day. So, for so that's the reason why the economy is bad because oh, no, of no, Libya. No. Then no. there's, let's see, then there's the stimulus no. that failed. And Bailouts then there's the failed. TARP failed. Thank you. That he let's asked see. for from Bush TARP, and TARP was given before. Bush was the one who started the bailouts and apparently gave it to Democratic Congress. And gave it to Obama because he said, and he was saying, this is the president with the most power before he ever took power. Because Obama went to Bush and said, I'm going to be president in two and a half months. I want half the TARP fund for my discretionary fund. He said, here you go. And that's a fact, and you can look it up. Hey, I will, I will put blame on Bush. I will put it there. Oh, sure, because he spent like a drunken sailor. Right, but... $480 now, billion versus up $9 until, trillion. Up until 2006, the deficits were getting lower and lower. I put the blame on Bush for in 07 and 08, when there was a Democratic Congress, he didn't veto a single I, yeah, spending didn't. bill. That son of a real. bitch deserves the credit for that, or the blame, however you want to put it. Blame. But when you put the numbers up, you have to admit, the man, Obama in his first... Two and a half, three years has made Bush look like a piker when it comes to spending. When it comes to spend, well, it appears like the stimulus packages and things like that. But are you talking about? I'm talking that? about overall, talking about- overall deficit numbers in 2006. The last year before the Democratic Congress took over, the deficit had gone back down to about 200 billion. Now, yes, it should have been balanced, but it had gone back down to 200 billion. By the time Obama had taken office, after the Democratic Congress had stepped in, we are and back Senate. up to over a trillion dollars a year in deficits. That's on him. Yeah. That is on Reed, Pelosi, Obama. Because it's, it's funny, they're always saying how the Bush tax cuts added to the deficit. But every year after the tax cuts, the deficit got smaller, and revenue had been going way, way up. Revenue was over $2.4 trillion since. a year. 
after the Bush tax cuts. And they don't want to cut anything. It had gone they up from 1.8 right. to $2.4 trillion a year in revenue after the Bush tax cuts. Revenue had gone up. Deficits had come down. Even with the wars factored in, deficits were down to about $200 billion a year. That, that, that I'm going to have to look. I didn't know that until this week. Okay. I had honestly been with I'm you guys as Bush is an asshole. So. But then I looked at that and I was like, well, well CBO you check numbers. Check MSNBC for your talking points. Make sure you Google all that stuff. Anyways, to your point, though, you're right. There ain't nobody worth running right now in the GOP. But no. I, you know what? I'll roll it's, the dice on that. You know what? Though? I'll I roll the dice on that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't do any worse. I, you, can't, you literally cannot. I am a big fan of Perry, but. He ain't going to run. He is. Oh, no, he's no, He's not no. going to run. He's, he's going to. I think he will. No. Rick, Rick Perry's not going to run because he, no. he's already shot himself in the foot with the whole. No, he didn't. With the whole Christian. Larry showed the polls on that. The polls are way up on that. That's my but. I, the polls were way up on him doing that. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I agree, but I, my love with Rick Perry is social conservatism. Is if he goes into this yeah. whole gay marriage amendment and See, all this, you know what? I, that goes out lose. the window. That's, but yes. if he goes fiscal con only, he's got my support. If he goes with all this social bullshit, because I, socially, but that's who he is socially I mean, on purpose. That's like asking Rick Santorum not to do that. But here's the thing: no, no, no. Because Perry last week before he came out with this stupid amendment talk, was saying that gay marriage and abortion should be up to the states, 10th Amendment. I'm fine with that. Let the states decide. I can live with that. I'm fine with that. But if he comes out with all this amendment, defense of marriage, and all this bullshit, Look, then, uh, it's going to turn people like me off. It's an easy election. It's an easy election. You make it about the economy and only about the economy. You well, ignore everything to. else. You say it's all about the jobs. Four years ago, let's, let's channel some Reagan. Are you better off now than you were? Nobody is. Not a soul. And that's the key. Well, I mean, but I don't think it's going to run. Okay, my, I don't think, yeah. I just don't think it's going to matter. You, I, I really don't think it's going to matter. Texas job numbers, I mean, he can point to his state well, Texas and go, is fine, but it's going to Texas because it's, you know, it, for a variety well, business, of business, tort reform. Well, there's that. Yeah, there's and a it's also a Sunbelt. But, I mean, if you look at the fact that they've had the best economic record, he can point to that. If he makes it economy, I think he could win. If he tries to push it on social issues, he turns everyone off because... I mean, whatever you may want to call the Tea Party, the religious, social, conservative right—that's the far right. Those are the people that turn people off. The Tea Party right. is but all the, about money. The Tea Party is about, about balancing the budget. Money. Well, yes, there, there is I some mean, marriage. That, shit, uh, there is some. I mean, when overlap, you look at who funds the Tea ton. Party and things oh, like the that, funding. Then, oh, that's right. Really not, uh, funding. I need to start funding. Okay. I wish I got paid George for Soros. posting. Yeah. Do we have a Soros? Not that I'm aware. Of. Uh, that would be the Koch brothers. Yes, you do the have who? Soros. Exactly. Uh, exactly. The third and fourth richest uh, men in America. MSC. Now that I got everybody's blood up, which was my <laughs> intent, MSNBC.com has got this one. Uh, apparently, this is from Hacker Strike at seventy U.S. law enforcement websites. Anonymous claims it has stolen emails, credit card details, and other data. Hunter, go ahead. London, the group known as Anonymous, said Saturday is hacked into some 70 law enforcement websites across the southern and central United States in retaliation for arrests of its sympathizers in the U.S. and Britain. Hmm. The hacking group also claimed to have stolen 10 gigabytes of data, including emails, credit card details, and other information from local law enforcement bodies. Quote, we are releasing a massive amount of confidential information that is sure to embarrass, discredit, and incriminate police officers across the U.S., the group said in a statement, adding that it hopes the leak would, quote, demonstrate the inherent corrupt nature of law enforcement using their own words and, quote, disrupt and sabotage their ability to communicate and terrorize communities. 
Anonymous claims couldn't all be immediately verified, but a review of the sites that it claimed to have targeted, mainly sheriff's offices in places such as Arkansas, Kansas, Louisiana, Missouri, and Mississippi. Well, they're in the back of beyond here. They're going after Hickville and taking their one credit card that isn't maxed out on Moonshine, and that's who they're stealing. Yeah. Got it. Go ahead. No I'm problem. Sure Arkansas and Mississippi have up-to-date firewalls. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's a firewall. The great progressive state of Mississippi. Shows that most were unavailable or had been wiped clean of content. Uh, those were the sites, review of the sites. Many calls to very sher- various sheriff's offices across the country went unanswered or weren't returned Saturday, but at least two confirmed the cyber attack. In Arkansas, St. Francis County Sheriff Bobby May said his department and several others were targeted in retaliation for the arrest of hackers who had targeted Apple Computer, among other companies. Quote, it's an international group who are hacking into law enforcement websites across the nation, is my understanding, May told the Associated Press in a telephone interview. He said the FBI was investigating the attacks. Uh, in Louisiana, Cameron Parish Sheriff's Deputy James Cox said he didn't think his force's website had any sensitive information on it. Quote, that's just a local information type website, he said. Just a little bit about our sheriff's office, number of deputies, it's general information. Okay, so they hacked somebody's geos, Geoscape website. Or, Here's my GeoCity Sheriff website. Is that even still operating? I don't Geo know, City but if it is, that's where it'll be operating at. <clears throat> Anonymous has been increasingly targeted by law enforcement in the United States and elsewhere, following a string of high-profile data thefts and denial-of-service attacks, operations which block websites by flooding them with traffic. Last month, the FBI, British, and Dutch officials carried out 21 arrests, many of them related to the group's attacks on Internet payment provider PayPal, which has been targeted over its refusal to process donations to WikiLeaks. (laughs) Earlier, 19-year-old Ryan Cleary was charged with attacks on the Britain's Serious Organized Crime Agency and various U.K. music sites. More recently, Jake Davis, allegedly to be a spokesman for Anonymous, there's no such thing, known as Topiary, was arrested on Britain's remote Shetland Islands by Scotland Yard Specialist E-Crime Unit. Okay, is anybody from the UK listening? I'm sure we've got some. This is remote Shetland Island. Where the hell is Shetland Island? The Shetland Islands are oh, north okay. of Scotland. Really? So they're in the middle of nowhere. They are, yeah, like if, if you keep going like up. like the Hibernians? If you go what? through, no, not, not quite that high, but like if you, if you get a picture of... Great Britain. All right, let's pull this, this sucker up. I want to take a look at this shit because I, I can't believe anybody's got a computer that far north and they got a connection. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is it, the Shetland Islands? Shetland Islands. I'm going to learn something new here today. Yeah, there you today. go. Boop, there they are. Wow, right that's top. way north. Yeah. All right, yeah, uh, getting a connection there must be tough. Okay, I take it back from, like, smacking on Mississippi, Missouri. You want to talk about back of beyond. Shetland Islands. Who the hell lives there? One, like... Uh, Actor commune? Sheep, yeah, sheep I was going to say sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So he's not screwing cattle. He's out and hacking sheriff's websites. Got well, it. I, I wonder right. if they had to take a boat out there to get him or something like that. I'm guessing. Let's take the raft, boys! <laughs> or some kind of like, I don't know. Uh, like, let's see. Puddle hopper. Uh, two last paragraphs. Many of the websites affected Saturday were registered to Brooks Jeffries Marketing Incorporated, a Mountain Home, Arkansas-based media services firm which provides support to law enforcement websites across the country. A man who picked up the phone at the company's on-call web support service hung up when a reporter identified himself as a member of the media. The number then became unreachable. Well, I can't imagine why. I mean, you are providing all this information and all these services to all these law enforcement, and then you find out you've been hacked by a bunch of you know kids living on some godforsaken <laughs> island off the coast of Scotland <laughs> where Whoops. summer is all of three weeks and winter is ten months long. Yeah, I'd be pretty embarrassed and take the phone off the hook, too. Yeah. So I, I despite... You know, the the amount of arrests that have gone on around the world in the last several weeks for Anonymous and LulzSec, they continue to attack. I, 
Well, that, that's the thing with Anonymous, and we've, we've talked about this again and again and again. Yeah, it's, I not, know. It's, it's not like there's like three people in charge of Anonymous. It's, it's anyone who wants to do stuff like this. You just well, call I, yourself Anonymous, and that's it. Exactly. I mean, it's not even like, like you said, we've discussed it before. The majority of Anonymous is a bunch of teenage kids in their parents' basement looking at weird porn. Yeah. I mean, like everybody else in the country. Right. Then <laughs> the fact that there's a couple, you know, they call themselves Anonymous. I mean, even when you were reading the article, the guy that said, yeah, the guy said he was a spokesman for Anonymous. You know, there's there's there, no there such is thing. No spoke, exactly. There's no spokesman. Yeah. You know, it's just they're assholes and yeah, just, assholes. just asshole. And you just got to round them up. I, I mean, mean yeah. in the end, what difference does their hacking 70 podunk ass law enforcement websites make? None. It's what they could do. What? Wait a minute. Go go back there. Am, am I actually in the comic now? Uh, we'll save that for later. All right. <laughs> 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 I hope you don't want me to read this one. Uh, uh, yes. Is go that for uh, it. Norwegian? Yes. Norwegian. I, I believe Trolling. one of our Norwegian brothers sent this if, in as an article. The problem is he sent it in Norwegia. Um, it's not in English, so I don't. You know, I'm not I, about the babblefish I, thing. I don't know uh, if Firefox has it, but if if you have a Google Chrome. I uh, do not. They have translators built into that. Where I they will translate it for Pretty you. sure Google's uh, um, the Antichrist, so I don't use Google. No, Chrome. you're you're thinking of Microsoft, actually. I don't that's use them okay. either. By the way, I did see uh, over the weekend uh, when I got back. I read this article that uh, last week. I don't know if we covered it. I know it was on our our sheaf of things to get to. Uh-huh. But there was a, apparently somebody did a study that showed Internet Explorer users had yep. a lower IQ. That an average than people who used Opera, Mozilla Firefox, or Safari. I don't know if it was talked about Chrome. here, but I, I saw the article on my you? own. It was pretty funny. If, if I had to guess, and I, mean, I didn't see the article, mm. I would say it would be because usually those web browsers you have to like download and upload. Right. Yeah. So okay. so like if Grandma Grandpa, I'm not saying Grandma Grandpa is stupid. Go ahead. But just people that digging. aren't Keep people digging. that aren't used to Keep working digging. on the computer. Good man. Since Internet Explorer is already on there, cool. Step in the they'll hole. just use that and not bother trying to get Google Chrome or Opera. Awesome. No, I, I would completely agree. Cover it up behind you. Good. Now that we're all done digging your holes and looking like the assholes you are, the whole thing was actually a fraud. The oh, guy okay. who made the website, he pawned it off as some kind of... of I still uh, believe it. I would believe it, too. <laughs> yeah. It could be a fraud. I, I still would believe, totally it. believe it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they, they pawned it off as some kind of, of uh, special company that goes around doing polls like Rasmussen or Gallup and did this poll... And apparently, a couple of major websites grabbed a hold of it, and the next thing you know, it spread all over the world. And oh, that's they were, funny. It was kind of like Christwire, <laughs> nice. where people were going there and uh, actually linking it, right. thinking it was a real story, and the that's whole thing funny. was fraudulent. That's nice. funny. No such thing exists. I, it was kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, let me look for it real quick. Let's see. Da, 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 English article on games in Norway. Maybe this is the one. Yeah, I think this might be... Uh, okay, this is a blog. I, the problem is a couple of these, uh, we have a lot of Norwegian and, and Swedish listeners, and some of the stuff you guys send in, sometimes you forget, isn't in English. It's kind of hard to get to. Actually, uh, this right here is for you, Highlander. We're just, I'm kind of going through the uh, uh, mailbag a little early because there's a lot of articles in here. Wasn't it your ones. buddy that started that? What's that? Bush. Sort of what? The, the Texas Day of Prayer. Uh, I thought he did. No idea when I he was governor. I have no idea. I thought so. I frankly don't care, and I don't. I don't really care either. But it just, just kind of popped in my brain. Like I think that's. We think did that's this one. one yeah, we we did that we one. We did this one. I'm just getting rid of some of the other stuff back here. Did you hear about those Apple stores? Yeah. No. We, oh, you didn't hear about uh, that? Sorry, no, you weren't here. There for are. That show. Yes. There were several like 
like stores that went out of their way to look like a real honest got apple store. I mean, to the point where Thinking they had like, like the wood floor and the cabinetry and the wow. staircase and the glass, they had everything. But they weren't. They were. No, they weren't part of Apple at all. They, they, one lady, I guess she was a American or whatever. She happened to be over there. She knows it wasn't at the Apple store because uh, the Apple stores just used the Apple logo, whereas that one said Apple store on it. So that was her first clue. That, and ah. he, and even, even the employees thought they were working right. for Apple. Even, oh, though damn, a, even though they didn't know, even though they didn't know. know how to work the material they were selling, you know, I guess they thought they were Apple employees. They yes. thought they were Apple part employees. of the Genius Bar. Yes. <laughs> Sam S says Ampapol can show whatever you wanted to if you know how to work the facts. Well, true, especially when you just make it out of thin air, and then some jackhole grabs. Oh, look at this! Sure. And everybody believes it's correct, and it was completely. Fraud. I mean, even, even if that's true, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, that that. Just, they can all still just be because retarded. People, just because people use Internet Explorer does not mean that they're stupid. One doesn't necessarily uh, no, mean that on average they're stupid. Yes. <laughs> uh, but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get in your comments and stuff for the mailbag, we can do that at about 8 o'clock, as we always do. By the way, Hounder, I yes. forgot to ask, do we have our, our normal go-to popular segments? Uh, not Forbidden Knowledge. Couldn't find a good one. But we do have a stupid vegan moment, and we do have a quickening. Okay, so that's number one and number two. But number three, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But still got the two best. Or number one and number three. Actually, the two most popular, most chopped and downloaded are. Those you think two. Forbidden Knowledge is more popular than? No, no, no. no. Is is number one is the quickening. Number two is the stupid video game, game over the weekend. Okay. Number three is Forbidden Knowledge. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. So, anyways, uh, information to get out. I keep always forget this. Although I have been playing it in the pre-show music, I'm getting used to that. I'm getting uh-huh. into the habit of it. But I did not play it yet for those actually tuning in late. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net. Or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. We also have the Facebook face-off later tonight to join the Iron Friends list. Hey, I, I, uh, I wanted to ask, are, are, are we doing awesome. the overtime thing, or are we, are we not going to do that? Or? The overtime thing? The Well, I, I guess we'll talk about it on there. I know that you were thinking about having like a, like a portion of the show that goes on like later than expected. That like, yes, like the yes, show. the... The, the show warrior end- type of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Emperor's Court After Hours type Something of thing. Like or, or, yeah, like like the show ends, at least like the recorded part of the show. So the people that are getting the podcast, the show would end. But if you happen to be listening live, the show would continue for as oh, long as you cool. want it. And what we do is we throw out one topic to debate. Here's the thing. Yeah. Now, what I wanted to say, it doesn't necessarily, it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily it doesn't have, have to be history. Right. It could be history. Deals. It could, we could right. talk about just like one of the articles we never get to because we always never get to at least a couple right. articles, but. Anyway, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. No, I was going to say we could toss in any article. Here's how the whole thing began. Um, a few weeks ago, somebody had posted up on, on the VTW forums and the Empress Court forums that Spike TV was doing the Deadliest Warrior Season 3, and the first one out of the box was George Washington versus Napoleon Bonaparte. Now, I still haven't seen that one. I have not either. It's the only one that's not on their website. All the other ones, the other four episodes are. You see, the only one I've seen is Joan of Arc versus, versus William the Conqueror. Right. Which I saw and agreed with. That made sense. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's a little more updated technology. So, yeah. but the it was Napoleon versus Washington, and as it turned out, Washington ended up winning. And of course, I couldn't figure the hell. I, I couldn't figure that, that out either. He I mean, was not near as good a general. That good general. He didn't. He, I mean, he didn't have the troops. I mean, we. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to put down America, but no, we were either. basically pitchforks and farmers. Look, oh, yeah, there's no, a reason I, why I everybody was stunned we won that war. We had no Oh, yeah. I, I think, I don't know if I told you about this, but I, I remember reading once about uh, George Washington, and I cannot remember his name, but he was the Secretary of Congress during the whole Revolutionary War period. And they got together, and they figured between the two of them, they probably knew everything there was to know about what really went down. 
during the Revolutionary War period. And they were going to write a book. Mm -hmm. And they sat down and they started comparing notes and talking. And they decided not to write the book because they figured it would, the story would be so unbelievable, unbelievable yeah. that no one would ever believe it. And they would think that like God had to have interfered in order to make the United or States Or you have America to assume happen. that your opponent did everything wrong. Right. Now, here's the thing. And it's just like you mentioned. And this is where it leads to this debate. Napoleon had the officers. He had the general corps. He had his marshals. He had the army. You know, he had the experience. He had technology on his hand. On I his, think he had. You know, uh, I mean, was it comparable? But the, I mean, no, I absolutely nah. not. The, you don't think so? I mean, I don't, load I, I, I don't know about artillery and gun from you know, like seventeen seventy to you know eighteen hundred. Was it that there big were, of a leap? Yes. The muskets were were more accurate with better power, and more specifically, the artillery. There was more of it. And it was much larger caliber. It was much easier to get around. Okay. Not to mention Napoleon, revol really revolutionary. He's called the god of war. He's called the, the father of modern warfare for a reason. Anyways, the debate got going because in the show, and I'm sure they did it deliberately, much like Joan of Arc beating William the Conqueror, because right. it fosters debate and it riles people like me up and gets me pissed <laughs> off. So somebody had mentioned this on the forums, and I started throwing out, okay, here's all the reasons why this doesn't make any sense, and then went back and forth, and several of us started debating the whole thing throughout this thread. To somebody finally said, I'm not going to watch Deleus Warrior. I'm just going to toss it out here. You guys are covering every subject far better than they did from a much better you know, historical standpoint. So I got to thinking, why not we do something like this on the show where we pick a topic? And it doesn't have to be always. It doesn't have to be, you know, it might be hard to do on a Monday night because people got work right, tomorrow. Right, right. Now you think like a topic about like anything? Anything. I mean, the things that kind of go towards the three of us are history. Yeah. Politics. Yeah. And economics and philosophy. Those are the four ones that we really yeah. get to. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't want to make it a regular part of the show. One, because like you'd mentioned last week, it's going to get kind of stale. Yeah. After, after a while. Time. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing is the people we're broadcasting to are here for entertainment, you know, primarily of video game nature. So I don't know how many people it's going to appeal to. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I remember that one niche. time that we kind of kind of fell into the whole Byzantine history thing. And yes. Some people seem to be interested and some people, some people were like, get off. back to the fun part. Right. So, so rather than right. derailing the whole show... I figured, all right, maybe we do this afterwards, after right. hours. Maybe a, a break or something, just we stop and then restart the cast. And I can throw it up there. If anybody wants to download it, that's fine. As long as they know going in, this is not going to be your typical you know, uh, Emperor's Court. It's not going to be all entertainment and jokes and all that. It's right. going to be a bit more serious. You're an that? asshole, and here's why. And this is <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Or if we're going to go that route. Well, that's my preferred show style, so... <laughs> All right, maybe that's, that. That's that, that's actually what we should probably call them. You're an asshole, and here's why. I'm sure I will buy off on that. I like it. Yes. So that's what we discussed last week. Uh, I'm still on board with the idea. Uh, we haven't had a you know talk about. Yeah, it. we haven't really talked. You want to talk about Worldcom after the show, anyways, and a couple other other things. So uh, it's now nah, we don't have to talk about it. It's only going to take about two sets. I'm going there, and that's right. going to be it. What do you guys got going on tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yes. Uh, tomorrow I have to work. What time? Evening. Same. I work evening, so I don't. Um, Wednesday. I no, no, that's home, fine. I'm going to be on six done. anyways. And yeah. I, now the the thing is that next week, I mean, I I fly out Tuesday, like not, not this coming Tuesday, but next Tuesday. Yes. At uh, like five fifty a.m. Good. Oh, yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's, I'm trying to get the cheapest and, flight possible. And he lands at oh, four. Oh man, dude, on on the way back. Good lord, I have to take a red eye from Los Angeles. Uh, you've got to fly to Los Angeles and then fly to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Well, that makes it's, sense. it's Reno, Nevada. There's, okay. There's, um, unless you live in, like, Seattle, Washington, there's no direct flights, you know? Wait, this is being, being held in Vegas, isn't it? No, Reno. It's in Reno. Reno. Ew. Vegas light. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the minor leagues. 
It, was like it is the minor leagues. Uh, I, I, I am planning on doing a little gambling. I've been to Reno, so yeah, you know, you're there. Yeah, because so. you got the money. To I'm, I'm staying at the uh, the Pepper Mill. Are you familiar with that one? No, it's no? actually a okay. Pepper Mill. It's not really a casino. Just no. some Pepper Mill. I can't tell if he's joking or not. No, I, I really am. <laughs> no, it's not a good lord. No, no. no it, it looks like it's a really nice uh, nice hotel. I actually am not. I haven't been to Reno in like five years, so okay. it's been a little bit. But okay. I bring it up because I have not eaten dinner, so we're going out to eat after the show. And then we can discuss all we like after that. Is that all right? Booyah. Good. Okay. Yeah. I didn't bring any money with me, so I wasn't planning on God, that. God, he so. never brings any money. I wasn't planning on going out to eat. money off You know that's what we do. He actually planned no, on I, going I, out. I, I fine. No, money. because I thought that you had to work in the morning, so you'd have to I do. We're not going to be out until like midnight. Actually, I'll go to bed till midnight anyway. So okay. okay. But no, that, let, let's do that, because I haven't eaten and I'm starved. So. Okay. Uh, I could eat. Ember got into a bar fight. No, I didn't get into a bar fight. Biomed Alchemist got into a bar fight. I was going to say, I can't picture you in a bar fight. I have been in them. You've been in a bar yes, fight? I've been in several. Wait a minute. You've been in a bar? Slash fight? <laughs> in a bar? <laughs> yes and yes. In okay. fact, where we're going tonight would probably be a bar. Probably Razzles. Yeah, I've never been there, actually. Razzles? I've never been, been there. I've never been. It's right at the road. It's pretty popular joint. It, Is know, it like uh, like a sports bar? Or? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Got more bar than sports. It, they've got cornhole tournaments, and I they've got a huge uh, volleyball tournament. and so, or we can go somewhere else. That's fine. I just it had popped in my head, like you know, I haven't actually eaten there, and it's been there for fifteen years. So, Bio said, "I only saw Amp for dinner on Thursday evening. I didn't bump into him at the con at all." Well, it, it's hard to bump into people at Otakon, right? And that's so what Manora was there. was lamenting is the fact he didn't see me at the convention. There's thirty one thousand people at the convention. Yeah, you you kind of have to plan it. Yes. Of time. And the only reason I got we uh, met up for dinner at Hooters was because he had what? <laughs> that's awesome. That's what we eat, I eat am going to Hooters. Is just an, it's another thing. And yeah, he doesn't really strike me as a Hooters kind of guy. Like, all like right. come on, gang, let's go to Hooters. I mean, come on, is there anything? Fun? Yeah, we met at Hooters. I yeah. mean, when he oh, we sorry. met at the when, Hooters. When he says that. Does that? Wait, is, is that a Thursday, Friday, and I Sunday. tipped the fine young ladies appropriately. <laughs> oh, trust me, the talent is much better than it has been in years past. I was very happy to see, but no, we ate there Friday or Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Oh wow! God, I love their wings, and uh, Mr. yeah, that's Mim, why I go there too. Yeah. <laughs> that's like reading Playboy for the articles. But it's funny because Mystic Mim actually—it uh, was her idea for Friday and Sunday because she loves their chili. She doesn't care. What am I going to do? Look at me. What they the have fuck? chili at Hooters. Yes, very good chili. I apparently. have never had their chili at Hooters. The I've never thing, looked at the menu. At neither, neither really have I. Just other than to see how many wings and how much it costs. That's we saw it. since I've been there. We've been going there for a few years. We've seen Derek Jeter there. We saw A Rod there when the Yankees were in town to play the Orioles. Um, we saw what the hell Melvin Mora when he was with the Orioles. All the ESPN guys were in town for that. They had him in the VIP section, which you have to walk past to get to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So I went to the bathroom like three times just so I could see who was back there. All the anchors, the sports uh, sports wow. center, all the names. I mean, tons of shut up, no, tons no. of people. Hey, quick, this guy over here is cracking up. What? <laughs> quick, quick Cleveland Indians aside, I do not know why we got Ubaldo Jimenez. I do I not either. understand no, that. Yeah, he's not going to do anything for us. No. I think it's a waste of time. I, I think we're hoping he, he, he gets back his Cy Young now, award-winning stuff. I would, but, like, I, mean, I, I would like Jimenez from last year. I would definitely that's, that's take what I'm him. Saying. But, I, you know, but uh, I don't understand it. They, I think they wanted to make a move, and that's what they did. And I, I don't see why they're bothered. I would have just kept I don't it. Know. So, yeah, we'll get to that uh, a little while later on, too, with the Oticon stuff. But, God damn, it's almost 7 o'clock. But, you know, we started late. So we go a little bit late. Um, what else we got here story-wise? We got a bunch of stuff. The Swedish one. Swedish man, did you guys hear about this? No, but no. that's awesome. I uh, love the Swedish picture. Swedish guy builds a nuclear reactor in his kitchen. I read this last week and sent it to myself, and a couple of you guys sent it to me, too. 
since we mentioned that we had listeners in Sweden. Uh, this is from Fox News, but you can find it pretty much anywhere. Uh, Swedish authorities have detained a man who attempted to build a nuclear reactor in his kitchen in some godforsaken hellhole I can't even pronounce. Quote, I was arrested and sent to jail when the police and the Swedish Radiation Safety Authority searched my apartment. Wow. The unnamed uh. nuclear enthusiast wrote on a blog detailing his project. They took all my radioactive stuff. Yeah. Clearly a scientist. <laughs> Top-notch engineer. Right all there. my stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm still shocked there's a Swedish Radiation Safety Authority. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's how they know Chernobyl went up. Is the Swedes? The Swedes knew, really? Yes, because it had gotten in the air and it huh. spread across in the See, Sweden. I, I would and their think that, like somewhere kind of closer, like you, you thought Germany would have had something, you know, Germany, right. Right. or like some of those countries nope. like below, like maybe even like the Middle East. I'd say might even. You know, I, I think know. it was yeah. that's closer. One of the Swedish reactors. I guess that's the way the wind blew. The Swedish reactors started going nuts, and they thought they were melting down, <laughs> and they realized, nice. wait, this ain't coming from us. Russians. Anyway, so well, I'll be honest. I, I hear Swedish Radiation Safety Authority. I'm picturing guys with those masks from Home Depot looking for the glowy shit. You know, just <laughs> that one's glowing. Get it? I, don't know, I just think of some guy in a chef hat going pork, 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 and then throwing his you know <laughs> Geiger counter up behind him. And there go our Swedish listeners. Deepest <laughs> plutonium. <laughs> Someone get the Geiger counter. True reality that we realize. Anyways, uh, they took all my radioactive stuff, but I realized I but I was released after a hearing. I am still a suspect for crime against the radiation safety law. Police in the western town of Angelholm, Holm, whatever, were alerted when they contacted by Sweden's when he this is the scientist. <laughs> contacted Sweden's <laughs> nuclear authority and asked if it was permitted for an individual to build a nuclear reactor in his home. Now, mind Can you, you imagine being the other end of that phone call? <laughs> uh, no. Now, keep in mind, he already started building this thing before he decided to ask. Because as we all know, forgiveness is much easier to ask for than permission. The unnamed enthusiast brought radioactive materials as well as a Geiger counter, which he ordered from the U.S., Okay, now hang on. This is the other red flag. Uh, so he's ordering. We're selling radioactive how material. Does, out of this how country. does one order? Why am I just now finding out about this? He also dismantled smoke detectors, which contain small amounts of nuclear material. Again, why am I just now finding out about this? Because it's not. I got. Where's your smoke here. detector? It's not plutonium. It's right there. It's glowing. You can't see it. That's the light bulb. Right there, Jackal. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Then you point a thing that's glowing. The glowing thing's the light bulb. A spokesperson for the local city council told Fox News that people in the city of Angleholm were largely unfazed by the potential nuclear reactor. That's very Swedish of them. The, re- the reactions I have encountered about citizens in Angleholm is that the whole thing seems innocent. Yeah, you know, well, until I, it melts down. I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm sure he's not a it's terrorist. It's an innocent meltdown, you know. Some have questioned his ability to feel a sense of responsibility, but I haven't met any particular concern over the incident. He posted requests for information online and posted photos of experiments in his kitchen. What the hell? He turned his oh, head. Oh, hey, no. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah, I, actually, it's what, kind of cool. What's, what, what's even cooler? Well, I've, I've, got yeah, that I've already yeah. read ahead. Yeah, so but, his, but his attempts to build a reactor uh, fell somewhat way short, he told the newspaper. Not so the work of Mark Supps, which I have heard about this. A New York web designer for fashion house Gucci was who surprised his neighbors in June of 2010 by revealing he had built a nuclear reactor in a Brooklyn warehouse. The 32-year-old amateur physicist constructed a $40,000 homemade fusion reactor in his spare time. 
Wow, do I feel like an asshole. That wow. is awesome. My spare time is played games. Man. This guy's building reactors. <laughs> and that's not even what he does. He's a web designer. And became the 38th independent physicist in the world to achieve nuclear fusion from a self-built reactor and forms part of a growing community of, quote, fusioneers. So, so... From this, I mean, obviously Swedish law might be different from American law. It seems it seems like you it seems like you actually can build a nuclear reactor in your home if well, you yeah, want to. We're selling the material. This guy's well, in a warehouse. To Sweden, let's go. How would you like to live in in Brooklyn only to have the guy knocking the door? You know, hi. Just want to let you know I'm new to the neighborhood. I got a reactor. Want to come see it? <laughs> Wait, what? You guys want to plug in? I'll charge you way there less. <laughs> There you go. So I th- I thought that was interesting wow. when I saw that across the board. That's so. cool. We'll get to this one in a, in a ah! No, you can't see it. <laughs> Actually, we've got to catch up. Uh, apparently, I've been sent uh, a couple a couple things, but uh, apparently what Shriggs was telling me is that he's put up several more balance break, the comics, for the Emperor's Court. And we'll get to that a little later on, but we're going to probably look at it during the break as I think Hounder's really chomping at the bit here to find out what the hell's in this. I'm curious, yes. I'm catching up on IRC here just to see. Uh, Emp, do you have the website for U.S. radioactive stuff? I'd like to do a home project. <laughs> I know what my thesis is going to be on. Imagine what your high school science teacher would have thought when he came home, you know, came in. First prize, damn it. <laughs> I better get first prize. Does it work? Well, I'm powering yeah. this room right now. Are you alive? Yes. Well, obviously it's working. Not for much longer. Can I get my A? <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you look so tan? It's the middle of winter called nuclear tan dime i was thinking the same thing it's they don't understand the difference it is fission i'm sure yeah it's it's it's, it's not, not, it's not fusion. a fusion no yeah. one's done fusion yet cold fusion? i have I've, I've heard now cold fusions no there's experiments right. and they're I, close supposedly, i've, I've, I've heard that they've that they've not they've been able to do it but they can't generate they can't enough energy right. to like the amount of energy they the use to do it, it going, right. the amount of energy they used to use it and the amount of energy they get back it's, it's not, a negative it's so a negative far. so it's not yeah uh, Sam throws this one up here it's from Discovery.com. Let's see. Man builds nuclear reactor. It in the is the article. No one's linked his blog yet. Uh, but then there is a link to the, link the blog. Thank you, it's Tech Priest. Richard'sReactor.blogspot.com. I yeah. I mean, good for him. I I feel that's not really what I'd want to do in my spare time, though. Yeah, but it doesn't make you feel worthless to know some guy for some fun guys for fun is, is building brilliant. a reactor. Yeah, but I went twenty-five and four on Crisis Two last night. What did he do? <laughs> Build a nuclear reactor? <laughs> yeah, he can suck it. <laughs> right. Okay, let's see him micro that fast. I don't think he's got that kind of aim. <laughs> what Highlanders said. Build a nuclear reactor. Yeah, that's, that, that's the end. It's, 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 yeah, like yeah. it's almost like scoreboard. It's like, you know, I did well. I built a nuclear reactor. I win. <laughs> I'm just catching up. Uh, da, 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 da. Biomed alchemist. Uh, let's see. My friends took me to Hooters the next day, too, and they hooked us up with a nerd waitress. It was basically just a waitress with glasses who was not a nerd at all. But she roomed with someone who was into Otakon, so that's supposed to count for something. I don't understand what that part was. If they went to Hooters and the chick had glasses. That, is, that makes her a nerd because she has glasses? I don't know. The one there that had glasses was uh, smoking hot. Really? Very, I tell you. It's the probably last the same few years, I'm sure it was. The last few years, uh, Baltimore, they must be importing these women because Baltimore sure as hell doesn't have them. Um, I've seen The Wire. They don't have a whole lot of hot chicks at those Hooters until um, this year. What was the other? Now it's, uh, I mean, Homicide Life on the Street. Is that the other Balt shows take took place in Baltimore? Wasn't that the more documentary type one? No, that was the one. I mean, it wasn't documentary. It was a. It was kind of like a Law and Order kind of show. Oh uh, no, I haven't seen that. There was like a documentary one on the drug trade too that ran for like a season. Oh okay. 
nonetheless, is anyone else concerned, not concerned to say Al-Qaeda? Okay, you spelled concern wrong, and Al- I'm guessing it's Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda could have a, could nuclear, have a nuclear, reactor. nuclear reactor. Okay, so now what? you got a reactor. That doesn't make it a bomb. Yeah. You still got You still need the reactor labs to make the I material would, to make the bomb. Plus, I, I don't think they have anyone in Any their streets. organization that is right. intelligent enough to Yeah, there are a bunch together. of towel heads living in caves. Uh, I would say, bottom line, what are they going to do? Nuclear. What I happens is going to melt down in the cave is yeah, going to be plus, livable. Plus, That's what they're, they're they're, if they have that kind of material, they're not going to build a reactor. They're going to build a like a dirty bomb or something like that. Not not an A bomb because even that that takes no, way too beyond. much. So it would be like a just a regular bomb that would just blow nuclear. You know, after we whack Bin Laden, if they could have done something to us, they would have. Yeah. Having said that, although I would kind of be amused by the headline: Al Qaeda almost gets working bomb, it explodes. And then I do my happy dance. Side uh-huh, note, we uh-huh, now uh-huh, know where uh-huh, they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, you just used or the Or were. We then <laughs> carpet bombed that entire 100 square foot area. They then ran into area. hide amongst the villagers, but were easy to spot with a Geiger counter. Also <laughs> at night, they glowed. <laughs> <laughs> Although, sad times. I heard we lost a bunch of guys yesterday, or yeah, two days ago. That sucked. That sucked. 31. Tony Stark had an arc reactor. Speaking of Tony Stark, I don't know if... I, I know they're shooting the Avengers movie in Cleveland. They were actually shooting it in Pittsburgh when see, we that, went to Otakon. I, see, I we, thought they were in Pittsburgh. I didn't realize they, they were. were when we too. passed through there and I went to Otakon, I was flipping them off, actually, as we were driving by the, the science of Pittsburgh. And they actually had on the radio that they were... What? I hate Pittsburgh. We go around it. We don't go through it. We add an extra 45 minutes to our time. Are you serious? I will not go through that shithole. I've been there for Pirates game, and that's it. Look, the one thing I wanted to ride in Pittsburgh was the giant trolley tram thing that goes up the hill, and it wasn't working. Oh, that thing? Yes, that I've, thing. I've, I've done that before. That's no I haven't because it's it no didn't work. It just, anyway. It's just getting the thing and it goes up. That's it. But they were apparently filming the Avengers in Pittsburgh, and now they're filming in Cleveland for the next uh, month and a half. Yeah, they're here through the middle of September. But I have not read anywhere that any of the stars are actually going to be in Cleveland. I don't know what they're filming. So it's just kind of like an action scene or whatever? I or? think so. I know Because I, I remember when Spider-Man 3 was shot here. Uh, and I was working downtown. I had to go around them all the time. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. None of the stars were there either, but it was... Uh, it's, if you're familiar with Spider-Man 3, it's the scene where the Sandman robs the bank. Yeah. And then uh, Spider-Man tries to stop him in the armed car. Uh, Spider-Man was uh, played by some stunt guy. So the stunt guy was there and a couple other guys, but no, none of the stars were there. I believe they're filming at the old courthouse. And I know right now they're shooting in... <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Shooting the Avengers in Cleveland, is that where they're filming the destroyed city scenes? Thanks, Chronic. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's about par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> and notice none of us jump to defend that. <laughs> what are we going to say? But they are shooting in, in this building along the If they're shooting in East Cleveland, it'd be very true. <laughs> no, they would be shooting in East Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> hey All right, All so... Right. Everybody ready for the shootout? Apparently, they brought their own. They brought their own. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Tony Stark, you guys watching the uh, Iron Man anime? That's I on saw G4? about ten minutes of it and turned it off. I, you didn't like yeah, it? Yeah, I did. The, it was last night. I was watching. I watched episode two. I guess I missed the first. You know, one. I, I was watching I American just, Ninja Warrior, and it came I was on. watching like, that oh, too. I'll yes, that's actually then, exactly why yeah. I watched the. Uh, yeah, watch that. I don't understand why he's in Japan. I guess they explained that in the first episode, but it takes place in Japan. Yeah, I did. Which is understandable. That. It's he's an anime. Driving around, but I, I don't. Uh, but uh, I don't understand why he's in Japan. Chronic says I, sh- I live thirty minutes from the damn place. I know what it's like. Damn it! All right, so you're f- from the Cleveland area, apparently. Thirty minutes away. I'm guessing what you're an Akronite. I'm. I'm guessing. Akronish. Ak- is that right? Is that I don't right? know. I don't know. Well, you're an from Ak- Toledo, Akron, Youngstown. You're thirty minutes away. 
Well, Toledo's a little further. Toledo, so, so is Youngstown. Yeah, Youngstown, what, 45 minutes? No, more, no, like, it's no, more, more like, it's an like an hour. It's like an hour. Bullshit, I made, it, I made it to Cleveland from Youngstown about 40 minutes on our way back. And would you drive 90, 95? 80, 85. Okay, 90. Oh, we, I, it was much faster coming home than it was going there. Okay. 80, 85 all the way home, that was nice. So... I like bio. So so I see, yes. so you you weren't down with the uh, the Iron Man anime. I'll tell you why. Um, the voice actors I didn't really get into. I didn't like them, especially for Tony Stark. See, you know who they are, is, believe it or not. Uh, if, did you ever watch Heroes? No, no, you didn't watch Heroes. No, okay. Well, I've if you seen it, if, I, if you watched Heroes, Iron Man is played by the guy who could fly, the uh, senator mayor guy, the oh, politician. Uh, yeah, you, I, I know. I can't name. think of his name I either. But name. I see, and then. The strange part is that Wolverine, which is the other anime showing on G4, Wolverine is played by the brother, Peter, the guy who had, like, he could collect all the powers. Okay. Oh. Isn't that weird? The one who's like Siler but good? Yeah, like the good Siler. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that strange? I, that I don't is, know if I they, didn't, yeah, I didn't I don't know, know if that. they did that on purpose or if they, you know, whatever, but huh. those, are the, those are the two main actors. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was the voice acting, not to mention the... The Tony Stark character wasn't anything like he is the movie, which to me kind of, I mean, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. really made the character work. I mean, I'm really I, the guy I from agree. the comics. I didn't really care for something for much. When I saw the movie, I'm like, okay, this is this is pretty funny. He makes the movie. Now I completely anime, agree with that. Like, yeah, well, it, it, it depends down. on what you know. There, there's some people that <clears throat> uh, didn't like the movie. They thought they changed it too much from the from the comic. I, you know, all of them. Do. I don't know. All of them do. Well, of so course. What? But I mean, I, I like the idea of Iron Man being kind of the rich genius playboy that happens to stumble on kind of this responsibility. I, right. I like how that storyline right. plays out. I like the chemistry. And then, you know, like you were saying, I was watching last night, and uh, the voice acting it wasn't great. I thought, but it didn't break it for me. What broke it for me was the whole atmosphere of it. Just yeah. the whole. All of a sudden, everything's very serious. There's no, you know, he's very. There's no wise ass remarks. Very, no uh -huh. one, yeah. Y you know, this is not the rich playboy we, you know, have come to expect with the right. one liners and everything else. Right. You know, since we're on the topic of comics, let me ask you this, guys: uh, What do you think of the new uh, Spider-Man? The black kid? Yes. Uh, kind of, kind of strange. Wait, no, no, no. I hadn't heard they'd made a decision. Uh, on in that. the yeah, in 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 the Ultimates line. Yes. Uh, they, Are they going with the kid from uh, Community? The the Shit, kid with community? No, 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 no. From the TV show? No, 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 no. This, no, this is, comics. is comics. The oh, comics. I'm sorry. I yes, in yes. The, okay. Because no, in from the, the ultimate, I, I know about the comic. Because I thought we were talking about they're talking about making an Ultimate Spider-Man movie. Oh, I had not. And, heard oh, that. okay. Because the, no, uh, the kid from Community, the black kid, uh, the guy that plays Troy, okay. he's been uh -huh. agitating for the role. I thought. Oh we no, I didn't know that. No, no. Yeah. But if you're listening, you're not familiar. In the Ultimates line of Marvel, which was sort of like a reboot of the entire franchise, so to speak, it's it's its own universe. It's own thing different timeline they yeah co completely different from the main line they killed peter parker and they they started over with the new spider-man who is this black teenage kid whose name escapes me at the half moment black half latino is that uh, yeah half Possibly black half homosexual latino. that's right so you're so, so all the minorities in one <clears throat> big stroke there well marvel said well this more accurately depicts the way new york is today it's more diverse and that's who we're going after so they kill out Peter Parker, and it's yeah, it's a sixteen-year-old. It was Miles Morales, I think they said. His That's his name. Okay, but he's got I, no I forgot powers. his name. He's got no powers. He's just some guy, some kid, who decides to make a Spider-Man costume. Wait, he? I don't understand. So. I don't but no, that's. that's I thought I, I thought he was gonna like get bit or something. Either that or, or I like mean, Parker they dies said, and he accidentally. They'll explain down the road how he gets his powers, but he doesn't have any. He's just a guy. He's just a kid. 
Kind of so, like in the movie when Peter Parker dressed up like an idiot, and but without... I'm the human spider! <laughs> right, but, yeah. But, yeah. but without the spider bite yes. and the coolness. And to be able to stick to walls and stuff, yes. Huh, all right. Hmm. But I don't understand, that. and then they go on to say, and uh, we're looking to make him into a homosexual down the road. I'm like, what? No, I didn't hear why? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, why? Is it... I don't know. I mean, I, why tell everybody ahead of time? Because that's... If you're looking to make controversy, if you're looking to get publicity, well, obviously that's they're looking. Well, obviously but you're looking to make controversy. They've, by, they've by changed it from, ahead of time. That's the, that's exactly the, the that's exactly why they're doing it. They want to generate maybe interest. maybe they, this, they want to generate controversy. Maybe this makes me a horrible person, but think about the fact that they said he's going to be a homosexual, and then picture him shooting web. I don't. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see. So what are they replace uh, Spidey Sense with Gator? Is that, how that it works? popped into my head? That's but that's, that's right. What, that's right. That's what happened. No I spy- mean, that's that, that's the reason why you do that is because you want people like us to be talking about it right now. Okay, and that's because, fine. Because, because really a couple issues, be, but after that, well, you it, know, it, if people don't they're like gonna it, have people to, like it. They're going to have to come up with a really good story that people are interested. in. Spidey Sense instead of Gator. I like that. Yeah. And I don't know how this is going to really pan out with with the diehard Marvel fans. Me, I don't really care. I don't know. I mean, the diehard Marvel fans don't really read the Ultimate Line to begin with. Because well, someone's got to be reading it because it was. Oh, there, there are people who read it. But they are they, doing the regular uh, Spider-Man comics. They haven't since oh, they 2007. Are. Oh, yeah. They said. There's, there's the regular Spider-Man comics. Oh, I thought they said they hadn't brought them out since 2007. Done. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm yeah. I thought sure. they like, were still no, going. No, left. Do me a favor. See if you can find the any kind of reference to the the current regular Spider-Man. It would comics. be like the the Amazing Spider-Man or like Amazing Spider-Man that kind of thing. Sammy says, uh, "Emp, I once did a rewrite for high school." Where a teen with Latin German background became Spider-Man it was part of a writing was class he, where the teacher encouraged us to take it? what we like and give it our own spin. So he was a goose-stepping Roman. Latin German. I was gonna say, is anyone Latin? I don't think anyone is Latin. Well, he's got Latin in there, but maybe he meant Latino. Like could, Latino. I have some guessing. Latino. Latino German. German. I mean, I, whatever works. You know, if people like it, cool. I don't know. I just, I, what really kind of irked me was they said, eh, possibly homosexual. It's like, you don't really have to throw that out there okay, because it's just going to aggravate there's people. There's the link. And I don't really see how that really progresses the storyline, but, you know, what the hell do I know? Instead of Mary Jane, it comes Marty Jane, I guess, you know. Uh, da 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 Yep. It's well, published bi-weekly and it's published three times a month from t- 2008 to Number and order. The first five titles case been published bi-weekly and it's been published three times a month from 2010, so it hasn't been since then. Well, look, to see if it just hasn't been updated, like the particular Wikipedia page. Uh, let's see. It would be past the 1960s. Number of issues. It would be like the 2000s. Um, I, I don't remember really, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Marvel began The Amazing Spider-Man anew with Volume 2, Issue 1, November January 2007. Spider-Man, December 2007. The final issues of those two titles. Following this, Marvel made The Amazing Spider-Man the company's sole Spider-Man title. Increasing, increasing its frequency of publication to three issues monthly, uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, with January 2011, the series became a twice-monthly title. It's, it's, okay, yeah. so it's still going. It's All still right. going. I, I, th- I thought it was still going. I don't know why I'd heard it was done, but um, okay. Oh, well. I thought it was, too. I thought with yeah. you know, Ultimate, it was kind of their new That's thing. That's where they kind of ran off. because it, it wasn't just Spider-Man. They had other stuff going on in there. No, well, there's like a Superman Ultimate. There's well, not, that's, that, that's no, 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 I'm no, sorry, no, not, but, not but yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's other ones. Yeah, the, yeah. the uh, Ultimate Universe. Superman. All the all the all the characters from the Marvel Universe are in the Ultimate Universe, but they're all a little different. Like uh, like the Fantastic Four, the Ultimate. Uh, remember that's that right, uh, crappy right, movie with, with with Galactus, the Fantastic Four Silver Surfer movie. Yes. How uh, how Galactus was in the movie. Right. Okay. That's that that's the Ultimate version. All of I really remember. That's where they got Jessica Alba. Yeah. Which is. 
A fair I assessment. I, I just I'm pissed they made her the invisible woman. Why not just the naked <laughs> woman? You got to make her the yeah. You, you, you know know make her I mean? the visible woman. I'll She's the, the whole draw woman. for people like me, and then you're going to make her invisible. Bullshit. All right, folks. Uh, it's break time. It's after seven o'clock. We have a bunch more to get to, ladies and gentlemen. We still have the Oticon stuff. We'll probably get to a little bit. Uh, probably get into next hour. We're going to tackle that. Uh, don't forget if you want to get your comments, your questions, your opinions in Emperor One G at Cox.net. Get them in before the mailbag at the top of the hour, eight o'clock. Still to come, we have the Facebook face-off. We've got the quickening. We've got the Super Video Game of the Week. Yep. And Voyeur, who does nothing, has no segments. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he revels in it. You guys have to prepare for this thing. I just I show up. Go. It's great. And drink our beer. I show up. <laughs> you know what? I bring my own beer since you're a non-alcoholic. That's all true. Right? But hey, I keep beer I in the sh- house. I, which you, I appreciate. Keep which I, I keep do stuff appreciate. in the house for him. Yeah. Yeah, I show up, I, I drink, I call you guys names and make fun of people, and it's great. Everybody's happy. Works out for me. All right, folks, we'll be back here in about 10 minutes. Keep it right here. Yes. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans facts, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready. Prepare for Blasco. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on BTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here in the Emperor's Court on First the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. Unfortunately, neither one of my co-hosts had ever seen the movie of the music we played, Rad. No, never heard of it. That is a nope. cool class. If you ever you want to watch a bad, typical, formulaic eighties movie, like you guys are talking about, oh. that is it, except with bikes. I swear to God, everybody that oh, I knew saw that, me up. saw that movie went out and got a dyno. Everybody nah, could afford it, got a bike. And we all went back to the woods across the street here. Actually, two two doors down from me, the woods are over here. I mm-hmm. actually now live next to the woods I played in. And, you know, we built ramps back there, and everybody tried doing the hell track. Of course, we all just, like, wreck. We, like, <laughs> wreck into the woods and hit a tree. Or, you know, I remember one of the guys fell off into the ditch. That was funny, although he shattered his uh, his shin, so I guess it wasn't funny to him. Now, if you like cheesy eighty movies, eighties movies, uh, there's a movie called Jim Cotta. You ever heard of that? No, one? I've not heard of that one. Oh, that's amazing! It's about uh, this this country in the middle of Asia, or so like Central Asia or whatever, and um, they're in the unique position that uh, the U.S. wants to put like a satellite radar station there or something like that for like their death ray satellites or something, but it doesn't matter. They want stuff in that little tiny country. Sounds like in the, in the what is but, it, Mouse Roar or But whatever that, that little tiny country doesn't allow anyone to come into the country. The only way to get in is you have to enter this contest. I think it's called the game, but no one's ever beaten the game in like 800 years. It's like this crazy obstacle course where like people shoot at you and you do all this crazy, insane bullshit. So what... The U.S. decides to do in order to try and get someone into the country. Invade? To, to negotiate. No, they oh. don't invade, <laughs> which would be the smart thing yeah, because that, normal style. the country is like the size of like Vatican City or some bullshit. They, they instead so go to a gymnast, a U.S. gold medalist gymnast, whose father, I guess, tried to participate in the game, and he got killed. Killed. Of course. Killed. Of course. Well, they, they sent him, and he was missing. I like this for our border. You, <laughs> I like we used too. to have this commercial. In fact, let me queue it up. Go ahead and talk. I'm going to queue oh, up okay. the commercial. So anyway, they, um, they train him for the game. 
the there's like some princess over there who defected to the U.S. So she kind of explains like what the game's going to be and how to properly train for it and everything. So you get this all these like montage scenes of him doing like his gym crap and everything. Right. And then he makes his way over there, and there are like assassins that are trying to kill him, and he does all these like gym flip moves and everything to stop the assassins. And then he finally gets there, and he he participates in the game with like there's like a Russian guy and a Chinese guy and all these other countries that want space in that country because that's like an ideal location for whatever the hell they want to build. Okay. Death ray satellite. Death uplinks. ray satellite, uplink thing, something. I, it doesn't matter. It's all bullshit anyway. So they, they play the game and like people are getting killed and all left and right. And this one guy ends up saving the, the gym guy and it turns out to be his father. His father like went underground. Okay. Like he he didn't get killed. He was just like so hiding in the tunnels of hiding, the game. Hiding or? in the well, it's not tunnels. It's all outdoors. But it's uh just like hiding out for like the past twenty something odd years. So he he ends up winning the game and he marries the princess because the script says so. And then the U.S. gets to build their satellite death ray thing and everyone's happy at the end. It sounds like a very familiar. What is it? The the mouse that roared or something like that. There was a movie back in the day, it was the 50s and the 60s, about this little tiny country uh-huh. that decides that since their economy sucks, the nation sucks, they're going to declare war in the United States, and then they're going to immediately surrender. That way, the United States will help to rebuild their nation, like they did for Germany and Japan and everybody oh, that's else. Funny. that's funny. The problem nice. is, so anyways, the United States, they declare war, but the United States doesn't even know where they are, so they ignore them. So what they do is they load up a ship, uh-huh. like a little tiny submarine they bought, and they put in like you know, 100 guys with bows and arrows, and they come into like New York Harbor... And just as they're doing this, there's an air raid warning going on because it's during the nuclear scare. So everybody scatters and goes to their bomb shelters. When they come out of the submarine, the streets of New York are, like, empty. There's, like, nobody around. So, like, oh, well, we conquered New York because everybody ran from us. So they, like, go to the, you know, I don't know, like, Central Park, whatever it is, building, and they, like, put down their standard, and they, they declare victory of the United States because everybody left the capital and escaped or whatever. Uh-huh. It, it's a comedy, and the whole thing's pretty funny, but it sounds like a very similar premise where it's a small nation, and et cetera. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not like they're trying to you know, take over anything, but it's, it's just the, the whole premise is completely ridiculous to begin with. Right. It's, it's one of those cheesy movies where it's so bad it's good. But I did hear this little commercial, and I, I know you guys, have heard, I don't know if you heard it, but it was a very similar. I had this from years ago, back when we were on Wild Radio, and man, did I catch hell for this one. Hang on. You've seen all those reality TV shows like Survivor, Amazing Race, and Amish in the Big City. So here comes the newest TV reality smash hit, American Immigrant. Twelve illegals will be selected from the L.A. County Jail and will run through a gauntlet chased by real INS agents. They will then compete by picking fruit in a migrant farm, then pass a rigorous English test. The winner will receive his green card and full welfare rights. Tune in Saturday night for American Immigrant. Did I catch hell for that one? Really? Oh, yeah. People wow. were pissed. That's awesome. Man. Very few of them, it turned out, were actually listeners of my show. Most of them were tuning in from like, other shows. Or whatever. I, we were doing some kind of cross-promotional thing. Uh-huh. Oh, but they were pissed. They hated that. There's a lot of the commercials I ran that people hated. Or the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Gold Farmers of America. You've played, um, you've played the, the Chinese Gold Farmers. That's it. I'm sorry. China, oh, okay. Chinese Gold Farmers of yeah. Azeroth. Uh-huh. Oh, I got a lot of flack for that one because of the, uh, the tagline. You know, putting the chink in your enemy's armor. Oh, they hated that. <laughs> that I, you know, I'm going to play it just because it's funny. Uh, it's, I got it right here. Hey, folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth. Chinese Gold Farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. 
buy your level 40 mounts, or the best armor and weapons to fight the opposing faction for as little as $300 American. Sure, it's illegal, but that never stopped us before. That's Chinese gold farmers of Azeroth, putting the chink in your enemy's armor. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I've never gotten so many wow. racist claims before, really? wow. uh, before this so, one. So Nothing compared to what we do now. I was going to say, <laughs> compared to what I do in the quickening, holy That's Christ. tame by today's standards. That's nothing. But, you know, it's just like Friday the 13th versus scary movies today. You know, at the time, it was revolutionary, but now yeah. I was like, eh. Not to mention you can just tell the quality of the microphone I was using. I mean, yeah, now compared true. to like this, right. oh, it's a world of difference. Anyways, yeah, see, good memories. A couple of these guys have listened to him from way back when. It's always it's always funny when you get to hear people that have never heard before and they laugh. You're like, God, yeah. this, I, I love that. So, oh, I've got a ton of them that uh, Varyar probably hasn't. I'm not going to play them all now. You've we'll spread them out. I like to make new ones, but you got to write them. Then you got to try and you know mash them together. And unfortunately, my editing program uh-huh. said a crap out of me again. So I'm using one I'm not as familiar with, and it's uh-huh. not as efficient. So there's that. Uh, real quick, folks, if you want to get your emails in, we're running out of time, about a half hour away from the mailbag at the top of the hour. This is your chance to get on the air based with your, your emails, other than, say, you know, IRC like everybody else does. So, emperor1gacox.net. Anyway, so, Otakon time. Yes. So, as everybody knows, I went to Otakon this past weekend, or last weekend, with uh, Mystic Mim. We got back on Monday. We're gone from Wednesday to Monday. We stopped, uh, we spent a day in Gettysburg, which was nice and quiet. Uh, we you know, I, I don't want to interrupt you. I, I just find it funny. I shouldn't say funny that you always go to Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. I mean, is is honeymoon there? Actually, there's really. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind going once or twice, but right. after a while, doesn't it get old? I mean, really, it's, what what is there to do other than tour the battlefield? Well, we don't have to. We know like the back of our hand at this point. Right, right. the same way. We know we know that place left and right. Anyway, um, you have to understand, Highlander. Sometimes it's nice not to have to do anything or go anywhere. You know, we go to the. We were only there for one night, so mm-hmm. we spend the night at a bed and breakfast at the Dobbin House, which is a. Uh, it's an old uh, tavern that an Irish family, which still owns it to this day, built in 1756, I think. An old uh, Irish pastor, that's family, and um, it's like a four-star restaurant, something like that. Just phenomenal food. It's excellent. So we have dinner there. We went down the street to the movie theater. We watched Harry Potter in the theater. The only ones there. It's a thousand-seat theater in 3D. Only people there. It's a wow. Wednesday night. So we got to see that, came back, went to bed, and that was it. You know, got up, had breakfast. Um, you know, it's just, it's nice. We know we got we stopped at the Adams County Winery, which has all these, like, award-winning Pennsylvania wines that Mystic Man really likes. So we bought a case of those, brought those back. Uh, I think she's already chewed through one of them. You know, and that's like 12 bottles of wine. So we do that, and then we drive to Baltimore the next day. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oddly enough, it's actually more expensive for the bed and breakfast than it was at the Sheraton Hotel in Baltimore. Really? Got a really great deal. Well, a federal employee discount was actually uh, better than the discount I got from Oticons. Like, fuck that. Wow. Yeah, I'm a Fed. Give me my discount, bitch. So they did. <laughs> Sarah Sheraton was nice. Um, <clears throat> so we got there on Thursday. And usually you go there early Thursday because about 15,000 people thereabouts will get in line prior to get their badges and tickets ahead of time because the, the convention opens on Friday. Right. So rather than standing in line on a Friday, you get it the day earlier. Now, here's the kick in the ass, is that Thursday through Monday, the temperature never dropped below 100 degrees in Baltimore. And it's humid as all hell, because much like it is in Cleveland, they've got the bay right there where we've got the lake. Right. So humidity is outrageous. People are just sweat. There are people walking in full-length black clothing. I'm not even talking about stuff people in cosplay. They're wearing costumes. I'm just talking, you know, everybody thinks they're, you know, the fucking trench coat mafia. It's like Neo 
walking down the street. Everybody's uh-huh. got these black you know, trench coats. They're roasting. they got to be dying, man. So we're sitting there. Now, in years past, it would not be unusual for us to get in line at, say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon and not get admitted into the building until about 10 o'clock that night because everybody has to get hand-checked for their badges. Show us your, you know, we have to look up your name at the computer, check your ID, then you have to pick up which badge you want, then you have to write your name, laminate it, the whole thing. That was stupid to the lamination. I don't know why they did that. process could use some streamlining. Yeah. Well, and that's what they've done over the years. And they used to not open until 5. Well, this year they opened it at 3. And they started it last year where you print off your ticket that they send you an email. You take it to the, uh, to the counter. They scan it with a little barcode reader. And then it gives up all your information. They confirm it with your driver's license. They just like, look, look, okay, it checks out. They give you your badge, and they, you, you put it into like a little slide holder around your lander, and you're done. You're in and out maybe 30 seconds, a minute at most. So we're walking by, and I, as I've done in years past, I don't like standing in lines. In fact, I think it's a chump move because you spend Nobody a lot does. of your time standing in lines. Right. Well, no, there's some people who, do, who like standing in lines. Really? Yes, because they never shut up. And they're always talking to you about everything. And they're going up and down, and, and you know, they're, they're usually in groups of people, and they've got like a laptop, and they're watching an anime, or they're showing you something on their phone. What do you think of my cosplay? I don't care. All right? And I'm all for polite Your conversation. I'm all, the, I'm, I'm, I'm all for polite conversation for the first two or three minutes. After that, I don't care where you're from. I don't want to know about your sister or your cat. I don't know the character you're cosplaying as. It's what, again? Sounds good. Beyond that, I don't want to be your best friend, especially when you smell. No, you laugh. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Oh, no, I I get it. It it was even worse this year. I feel bad for people that went to the rave. I'll get to that. But it's it's not below 100 degrees this this year on any day that we're there. This time, they open it up at 3 o'clock. And as we're walking around, now at this point, the convention center is two blocks long. It's, it's that big. It is huge. Not including the Hilton Hotel, which is now attached and gives them all the extra ballroom, um, which I believe they did so they could keep the convention actually in Baltimore because I think they were talking about Philadelphia and they're going to jump ship or something. Yeah, like yeah. There was I'd heard that rumor. That. Anyhow, so we're walking, walking along the entire perimeter, and this thing is wrapped all the way around the middle of the convention. I'm like, wow, that's, that's an awful long time. So Mr. Green was kind of walking along, and we noticed there's this big break between the line, and it starts moving one direction. Now, it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so I know it can't be opening soon. Uh, and, I, and I grab her, and we jump up behind where this big break is. We jump in behind one of the lines, and I, I pretend to look at my book, and this guy kind of looks behind me, and I, look like, I make it look like I'm looking at a map. And then I kind of like crane my neck up and looking left and right and kind of like, you know, looking, and I mutter to myself, God damn it, where are they? I don't even know if this is this where we're supposed to be. And, of course, they turn around and ignore me because they figure I'm lost. So and Mr. McCorris is rolling her eyes because she knows exactly what I'm doing. So then we actually just end up staying there. Well, we've just cut half, you know, half the line out of it. We've now nice. jumped ahead by about, I don't know, five or 6,000 people. Wow. Crafty. And the other people are at least 15 feet behind me. I don't know why there's this huge break between where people are you know, in the line. But eventually they realize, oh, wait, we can move up. So everybody moves up. Well, as it turns out, the guy who's going around from the convention was telling everybody we're walking in the wrong direction. His apologies. He was sending us towards the door in the wrong way. So he turns us around and sends us back the other way. Now, this works to our benefit because there's even more people behind us now than there were. So now we're going in the opposite direction. There's less people. Works out. We were in and out in about an hour. By the time the, the lights are really yes. Good. Oh, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I have huge marks to them. They got the whole thing streamlined. By the time we left, we came back for dinner. Um, 
about, I'm sorry, we came back to uh, uh, grab a couple of things about 4.35 o'clock, all right? This is maybe up to about two hours later. There's nobody left in line. There's not anybody in line. They're all gone. Wow. I would not be surprised that they process 10,000 people in two hours. And I was telling Biomed, you know, and keep in mind, last year they hadn't done this for everybody. It was like half and half. Mm-hmm. You know, I, obviously they were, they were beta testing it, much to their credit. I said, you're definitely going to want to get, you know, your badge tonight. You don't want to be standing in line tomorrow because there's always a huge line on Fridays. You don't want to miss anything that's going on at the convention because it starts like 8 a.m. So we actually got together with Biomed. I, I said, well, why don't you meet us at Hooters at 6 o'clock for dinner? He goes, well, we can go back. We can change. We can unpack, unwind, get ready. And we went to dinner. So we had dinner with Biomed. And, and nice guy, very personable. Poor bastard was, I mean, I thought he must have lost three liters of water. He was just, it was all on his clothes. He was just sweating like a pig. Wow. He's like, oh, this is great compared to Arkansas. I'm thinking to myself, it's got to suck in Arkansas then if this is nice to him. I'm like, now that we're dying, we're from Cleveland. So this is our kind of weather, 100 degrees with 80% humidity. We're used to it. But so we had dinner. We you know, had wings. We, we talked shop and, and find out about him. Nice guy. Uh, he left there about probably about 730, went to get his badge, went right in, got it and left. So he had no problem as far as I know. Unfortunately, I didn't run into anybody else from the convention there. And I knew there was a bunch of people. I know like Winor and a couple other ones said they were actually at the convention. My fault. I did not wear my uh, Emperor's jersey. I completely forgot about it. Truth be told, I didn't want to wear a TeamWorks baseball jersey when it's 100 and some degrees. I did that when I played ball for the better part of 15 years. And I hated it then. <laughs> and I wasn't playing on concrete. All right, walking along. And it got to the point where there were so many people packed into the convention this year that it was easier for us to go outside the convention, walk outside along the uh, um, the sidewalk on either side, and then come back in on the opposite end. Wow. Because you couldn't get through the hallways. There was just that many people. And you people got to understand, this convention is gigantic. I don't know if it's as big as the Columbus Convention Center, but it's pretty damn big. So... Friday morning, there wasn't a whole lot going on, and I guess that's kind of where the criticisms start. One is the fact that there were vendors everywhere, and when I say vendors, I use that very loosely. More along the lines of, it's a homeless guy with a, with a ripped, stained white t-shirt, undershirt, with a, a foam-like water cooler filled with a bunch of waters, generic waters I've never heard of, selling them for a buck. And they're at every corner, there's got to be three or four within a stretch of 200 feet, swear to God. Now, why the convention center themselves aren't selling their own water, I have no idea. But it got to the point where they were so pushy. On this side where we were lining up, somebody had actually set up a tent booth and was selling sausages and hot dogs. The heat rating off this thing sucked. Now, when there's an Orioles game in town, usually you see them up and down both sides of the street mm-hmm. up near Camden Yards. Because Camden Yards is right across the street from the convention center. Yes. They had us move out of the way and inconvenienced everybody just so people could have, because this guy was complaining, he has his, his little booth, his little tent, right next to where the line is. It's a narrow part of the sidewalk along the convention center. So everybody's kind of pissed off because this guy's complaining to the Otacon staff. They don't know what to do because they don't know. I mean, this guy is obviously not part of the convention, who's, and this guy is, is, looks like a homeless dork, and he's, they're yelling at us. Well, you've got to squeeze in. We've got to squeeze in. You've got to be right next to the wall. Well, Jesus Christ, I mean, there's only so far you can go with people coming in both ways and both directions on the mm-hmm. sidewalk. So that was aggravating. I know this seems like 
maybe a stupid question, but I mean, did this guy have a license? Because every major city requires some type of vendor That is license. my question. And he very well may, because I'm sure he, he sets up a shop for the Orioles games. Now, I really question whether all these other semi-homeless water vendors have a license. My guess is they couldn't have. But the highlight of the, of the vendors was this guy. And I'll pull him up on YouTube, because you need to see this to understand what I'm talking about. This will be an Otakon meme for all time. Uh, Otakon water. Let's see if this pops up. This guy here. The ice cold water guy. Now, this guy had a megaphone. He's this big black buff dude outside of the convention center with a megaphone selling water. Now, I will tell you, we saw this guy from Thursday until we left, on, or until we left the convention on Sunday. I never once saw him sell or even attempt to sell one single thing of water. But he did have this megaphone, and he did this all day long. I'm playing this on uh, the uh, <laughs> YouTube. Now, <laughs> now this goes on for hours. Hours, every day, hours, this guy does this. And That's he didn't awesome. sell anything? He had a, a styrofoam bucket of water next to him. I never saw a single person. I saw people clapping and cheering him and chanting. I never, ever saw him sell one single thing of water. He might have. I never saw it. That guy's awesome. This guy is uh, this guy, he's a fan favorite now at the convention. You could not go anywhere in the convention the entire time without somebody saying, I got that ice cold water for only $1. And... He was there. He could not have had a voice left at the end of this convention. But everybody knew him. Nobody bought anything, but everybody knew him. I'm going to post it right here. Uh, I think none left has already beaten me to it. But there's another one right there. Of course, this didn't take long for somebody who got back from the convention to uh, do a remix of it, to auto-tune it. Of course. So there's some funny stuff up there. I'll let you guys look at YouTube later if you want. You You know what we should do next year is do a cosplay of that and like enter the cosplay. I don't know if I can pull off a black guy. I could try. I, I, I am from the waist have, down, but that's about it. I, I have friends that are of the African American persuasion. That That'd be they funny if they could do it. bring their own their own megaphone, their own thing of water. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for for Otakon, you'd you'd have to tie it into Japanese culture somehow because it, it's it's not like uh, science fiction conventions where you can basically do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you can. You kidding me? I'd say at least a third, if not more, of the cosplay that goes on at Otakon has nothing to do with any anime. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about like actually entering the contest. Oh, into the anime contest. The contest has to be related. The masquerade to, you're talking about. The masquerade. Okay. Yeah. Talking about entering the masquerade. See, yeah, when Oren Bio know exactly what I'm talking about. People already claim they're going to cosplay as him. I can see it being I, a... I, sure, yeah. I it's like the it. chair or anything else or the butt scratcher. Oh, it's chair. one of those Otakon memes. I, just, I, I was there for chair. That was... Years ago. That was so, years ago, yeah. That was during the masquerade as well, which this year we did not go to. I'll get to that. I've, I've hardly ever gone to the masquerade. So um, that was like the highlight of Friday when we first saw that. Uh, what else did we see Friday? We went to a bunch of different panels, and I may have them out of order. Uh, we did go to a, uh, a reading. Uh, it was a voice actor's reading. Okay. And a bunch of voice actors and actresses, and they did a reading of some comic called Three Septembers in a November, and it's about the uh, Emperor of the United States. Emperor Norton the First. Oh, the guy from, yeah, San, from Francisco? San Francisco. Yeah, I know. You're and talking. it's all about, and I, I'm still not sure exactly what the hell this is about, but it's some kind of ghosts or demons, and they give him a dream that make him the emperor, and then he does all this weird shit, and then he dies. And they're arguing back and forth about who gets to claim this guy. I'm like, all right. But it was like Lisa Ortiz and Scott Freeman and um, 
God, they had another guy there. It sounds just like Scott. Uh, you mean, uh, was it Crispin Freeman? No, 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 or Scott, Scott McNeil. No. Oh, and I gotta pull this up. I thought it was. Hang on. Because I could have swore that's who they introduced him as was Scott. Is Scott Freeman. Yes. I mean, he might be a new voice actor, but I, I don't recognize the name. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, they had another guy there that. Uh, let's see. It would probably be on their actual Here it website. Is. Oh, they actually have it? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Leah Sortiz, Tom Whelan was there. Um, Scott Freeman. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. Scott Freeman. So okay. there's another guy. Let me see if I can find his name because, unfortunately. Was J. Michael Tatum there? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what Tatum is there. Okay. Yeah. Now, these, I mean, the reading was good. I mean, they, they did all the voices and, and, you know, their different character voices. And, and it was very kind of, it was kind of cool. Um, they did a, a voice actors after hour panel. Mm-hmm. Now, this is another thing where I kind of get pissed off at. Last year, we went to up and they had the same thing. I'm sorry, the last two years. When we went and saw it, I think it was in 2009, they had Richard Epcar. Now, people listening to my voice will know Richard Epcar. He did the voice for The Priest in Warcraft 3. Um, he's done a bunch of stuff for Blizzard. He does a lot of voice acting for tons of animes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even begin to start. The guy was badass. After he had actual clips, outtakes from the various animes he'd done, Lupin the Third, Ghost in the Shell, all of these, where he had, you know, some kind of vulgar or smart ass remark that he kind of inserted that they, it was an out, you know, uh-huh, out right, yeah, just fooling around. Yeah. He said it was hysterical. He said he thinks if we think he's bad, Scott Bloom's even worse, uh, or Steve Bloom, Steve Bloom, yeah. and Yuri Lowenthal showed up, and a bunch of other voice actors showed up to this thing, and they kind of chimed in. It was great. Last year, they had a bunch of them that sat in and did this, including the, uh, the fat bitch that does Ash's voice for uh, Pokemon, Brian the American. Taylor. And, uh, yeah, and Naruto and everything else. Yeah. It, 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 horror. You don't like her? God, no. She was a, she's a nasty bitch. Anyways, all, they show up to this thing. They did no prep work. They said, yeah, we didn't, want, we didn't do anything. You know, we didn't prep for this, so we're just going to be up here. So I'll grab a microphone. And they, start, they do a question and answer where they start asking people, you know, what's your favorite sexual position? Or what do you think our character would say in, in this sexual encounter? And that was the whole thing for an hour. Now, keep in mind, wow. I just saw Richard Eckhart the year you know, prior actually uh-huh. doing something that was funny and pertained to what he, you know, his, you know, the anime thing. Right. These are just jackasses and, and, and jeans that I wouldn't be able to pick off the street, let alone I didn't know any of them. I didn't know any of their voices other than a couple people who you know, were able to say, you know, this character, this character. So then they do it again this year with a whole different, a whole different bunch, and it's the same premise. I'm like, uh, and, and Mr. McMahon and I are looking at it like, we're, we're probably going to leave. We left the last one early because it was stupid. Mm-hmm. We got nothing out of this thing. But eventually, I mean, it started off like that, but, but as the people, they would call up and they'd flip a coin, and they'd say, you know, if you win the coin, you get to ask us a question. And, of course, they never showed who actually won the coin toss. So a lot of times, you know, I think they just said, you know, we won so we can ask you the question. Right. It was okay. Uh, you know, it was the, the better half of it. What it was kind of aggravating was the fact that we're waiting in line for so long to get into this thing. And, and this was something else that happened is a lot of the panels started really late. A lot of the panels we went to, half an hour late, 40 minutes late, ridiculous. We got into this panel 20 minutes late because they're still filing people in. I guess there was some kind of mix-up in the lines from what I understand. They had started the panel on time. Half the place was filled up because the rest of us were still coming in. Aha. The highlight of it was some guy came out and he had uh, the I think it's Samuel Jackson wrote it. it's a it's a book for kids. What is it? Uh, okay. Shut the fuck up and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, like this? No. Oh, okay. that sounds like something. No, that sounds like something Samuel awesome. Jackson would write. Right. Anyways, he brought up and said, "I would like you guys to read this for us." 
So they each did it in their most famous anime character voice, and they did this. They narrated the whole thing. It's all about this. You know, it's a poem. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. Okay. And the whole thing is shut the fuck up and go to sleep. So that was hysterical. Okay. And, and that kind of made it worth it. The rest of it I, I could have done away with. I, I didn't care. Uh, the Trigun movie we got to see. And this pissed me off. We're in line for this thing an hour before the Son of a Bitch airs. Okay? It airs 20 minutes late when we finally get in there. Uh-huh. <clears throat> this lady comes in. We're standing in line. We're in the uh, upstairs. This is in one of where you, the main events used to be before they moved it to the First Mariner, and they split it in half. Okay. Up- upstairs? The upstairs? Yes, yes. The very okay. top. Yeah. And it, they, it's one giant master room they split in two. So we're standing in line waiting to get into this thing, and this lady comes by in a bullhorn and says... <clears throat> Everybody standing along both walls, go home or go, you know, leave. You're not going to get in. It's already full because they've got the other half of, of the room, ballroom, already filled with people uh-huh. to get in this thing. Just go. You can come back tomorrow. We're going to have a second showing at noon. Come back then because none of you are going to get in. So there must be 100 people, 200 people get up and leave. Now, I'm pissed because we were told by, the other, by this little fat little dude that was up there who was a staff, Oh, yeah, no, you'll get in. You're fine. Then he goes back and says, oh, yeah, yeah, you're not going to get in. Then this lady comes to the bullhorn and says, everybody go. And, th- you know, the guy behind me says, how do you know we're not going to get in? Do you really know? Well, yeah, we know, you know, we can, yeah, you're not going to get in. We, we counted, there's no way you're going to get in. So she leaves. You mean the, guy, the room wasn't even full? No, no, it's people? not full. No, okay, it's not that's, full. Okay, that's their first mistake. Yes. You wait yeah. till the room is full. Yes. And then you tell, okay, guys, obviously you can see the room right. is full. You're not going to get in. So we stay in line, and, Miss, and Mim's like, let's just go. I'm like, no, I'm not leaving. I don't believe that this is going to be full. I said, Mim, we've sat in this room for 11, this is our 11th Oticon, 11 years. You're going to tell me this thing is full based on the people we saw? No, can't be. So we stay in line even after this horror walks away. All right? Sure enough, we get in with six whole rows behind us in three sections to spare. I don't know that they would have gotten every single person who left who was standing behind us in. I guarantee they would have gotten most of them. Most of them. And it was still almost half an hour late when they started showing that movie. That's that bullshit. That is that bullshit. Pissed me off. Uh, I think it's funny, though, that he's that mad. Like, I get why, but I think it's funny he's that mad. I get why, too, because I I, I could understand maybe, like, if you didn't get to see it, then I could understand you just fine being mad, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, We've I, been in I line for an yeah. hour already. Then they tell us to come back. Look, there was stuff on Saturday we wanted to see. Trigon at noon wasn't it. We had no, you know, I, we had stuff blocked out. We weren't going to go reshuffle the entire schedule for uh, this movie premiere. Right. And it just pissed me off because we get in there, and I'm thinking all those people stood in line this entire time, and then we're told the last minute, go. We don't have room for you. And what? No, you did have room. And like you said, either you go, and Mr. Wim said, they need to give these guys, like, counters. Well, they go up and they count a guy and they click That's it. That's what we have. Yeah. yeah for, then at least yeah. you have an estimate. Even if people sneak in or leave the line, you have an estimate as to what's going on. Yeah, and it's really cheap to get to. We've, yes. We've, we've done, Ohio, I shouldn't hard. say we anymore, but OhioCon right. has had that for years. We have someone, and their job is just to click, have the clicker and just, that's all they do is they just stand and click. And then when they get to the magic number, they kind of wave someone over and say, hey, we're getting really close, you know. Now, I do have, I'm going to keep one story towards the very end, because this is going to make it worth it for everybody listening, all right? And I do have an announcement. At the end of the show, I have an announcement regarding World of Warcraft. Don't, don't let me forget. Besides, it's free? I noticed it's free. It's free up to level 20. Yeah. But that, that's not it. But uh, okay. remind me. That's, yeah. This is the guy, Nobu Atomasu, who are, I, 
God, I know I haven't pronounced that right. I never have. Omatsu. I have always wanted to see this guy. And it's if you remember Highlander, I've always told you this is the guy I'd love to see you get for a convention. Right. Distant Worlds was in the concert that he's with, the Final Fantasy concert was in Baltimore the same weekend as Otakon. Uh-huh. So he was actually at the convention for a meet and greet sign kind of thing, ask questions. Gotcha. So we go to this thing to get in line. The line is out the friggin' door. Go to the, the concert yes. or the meet and greet? The meet and greet. The concert okay. is not tied in with, with Otakon. It's Distant Worlds is at another location, in a, like another arena somewhere else in Baltimore. Okay. It was on Saturday I, night. I would have to think that it, that's either an amazing coincidence or they were hoping that the Otakon audience would sort of spill on over to their event. They were right. sold out before Otakon, long, long before Otakon was. All the distant worlds were sold out. Anytime they go on, you know, Dear Friends, uh, all that stuff always sells out. Uh-huh. Anyways, he was there, and apparently the thing was you had to donate $20 towards Japan Relief in order to get his autograph. Okay. I have a problem with that. It, it, to me, it, it, that is, is, is extortion even it is for a charity. It's like LeBron James giving $2 million to charity for his The Decision special. Uh-huh. But What an let's, asshole. Let's, let's move on, okay? <laughs> we get in line for this thing. This line is Hugh friggin' Mungus, and it's in one of the workshop panels. You have got the composer of what is arguably one of the most uh, successful franchises in gaming history, and you're going to put him in a room that seats a couple hundred at most? So don't ask me how. We get into this thing. Okay. Now, here's the thing. In order to have him sign something, you have to ask a question. In order to ask a question, you have to stand in another line in the room. Now, they didn't give you, like, uh, there wasn't any kind of, like, random draw where you get a number and they call your number, you get to ask a question, you get your autograph, okay? Uh-huh. No, no, no. It was, all right, uh, there's the microphone. Anybody wants to ask a question, go ahead and get in line. Oh, By the shit. way, you only get an <laughs> autograph if you ask a question. All right, so how many a people Mopsy died? Yeah, I was going to say. Right, how many? Trampling. Fu- I look at me, I'm like, fuck this. I am not <laughs> fighting 300 smelly nerds to get out of here. <laughs> F this. We got up and left. I was beyond pissed. We waited in line all that time to get in there, and then that's how they handled it. Stay in line. Then you stay in another line. Then you got to hope you actually get there, and the guy wasn't going to stay a minute longer because he's not part of Otakon. He's just there. Right. I'm sure drumming up for distant, distant worlds or whatever. Got the 20 bucks. Got whatever. And he would sign only if you got to ask questions. And, of course, people ask questions. What's it like to work at Final Fantasy? Uh, How old are you? Where are you from? Go to fucking Wikipedia. Ask questions, dipshit. Not stuff that's general knowledge. This is why I don't go to autograph sessions. One, because I couldn't tell who any of these people are. If they talked, I could probably pick their voice out. But I couldn't tell their name, and I don't care. This is one of the exceptions because of what the guy you know accomplished, uh-huh. and that is how they handle it. No, sir. It seems like it would have made more sense if they kind of told you up front. Yes, like you they know, didn't. Yeah. No, you wait until you get in there. If they had told me it's going to be a free for all for the mic, I would have said, you know, I'm sure I can go stand out in the blazing sun and get more out of it than sitting here with the con funk. And let me tell you, it was the absolute worst. Mystic Mim literally was saying she got a headache from this. As soon as you walked in the video game room, it was like a blast furnace, man. You walk in it, it's like Jeez. a punch to the face. You wow. can smell it. It was that bad. And that's crazy because that, that's like an exhibit hall. It's not yes! like a room. It's yes! huge. And it wasn't even that full. I don't understand why they have so few games in the exhibit hall. I, you can put it in another room and use the exhibit hall for something else. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it was like that everywhere we went, and it was it was weird. Either I had to stand in line, or I was sitting next to somebody in a panel that absolutely reeked. And Mystic Man will vouch for me. It was really bad. Now, keep in mind, like I said, 
it was never under 100 degrees while in Baltimore. So this stuff's going to happen. I mean, I went back on Saturday and changed shirts because I was sweating so much. I'm like, all right, I'm going to switch out shirts. Yeah, usually I'm at, not at, dumb. Usually at, at cons, I'll take two showers a day. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll take one in the yes. morning and, and then one right, in the one late when I afternoon. get back. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. I tell you, if we could get a hold of like Dial Soap or like Old Spice or Axe and just hand this stuff out, you want to talk about you know, the marketing campaign for that. Oh, yeah. Just hand yeah. it out. Uh, yeah. Anime Central in Chicago did that, actually. They actually, did they? They actually included soap, and they actually were able to make up like a little label and have like a little box and everything. Right. And they gave it away in every uh, registration bag. Nice. <laughs> it's a very subtle hint. But yes. <laughs> oh, I don't care if it's subtle. I will, oh, yeah, no, I will get out no. there and tell you. In fact, w- the Oticon that you did for the opening ceremonies, I believe yeah. there's a part of it in there that you say. Yes. Al- although it's, you know... Uh, facetiously but make sure you shower type yeah. thing because yeah. you people smell like shit you know <laughs> <laughs> don't drink pop um we went to the amv contest and that's always pretty the way they do it it's always pretty solid the amvs this year were pretty lackluster i was mm. very disappointed last year was great now obviously the convention has has no control over that really but uh i wasn't impressed by the amvs the presentation was excellent we got right in sat right down had no problems we went to the friday and saturday night fan parodies and for the first time in living memory they had new ones and they were pretty solid for those who don't know they basically take an anime and then they redub it with other people's voices like the three of us could do it with an anime we just play an anime then we redub what they're saying we say instead okay so we like you, you write your own script too. yes okay. now the difference being that the microphones they were all using aren't near as good as these are aha so what we would do would sound much more professional i mean all of them sounded like they were in a cave on a headset mic. They were still funny. Now, was was that like an Oticon-sponsored thing, or was that something that other people did and uh, then Oticon played it? No, the other people did, and they submitted it to Oticon. Oh, okay. But I know a lot of these are submitted to a lot of different conventions. It isn't just one. It wasn't just one. It wasn't Oticon-specific, I guess is my point. And those were pretty funny. Um, they had one that was really funny. It was like an uh, insert where it's uh, ACDC's uh, Big Balls mm-hmm. to Pokemon. Nice. That was hysterical. That That's in fact, I'll show you guys that one uh, during the next break. We went to. We usually go to the Oticon game show, but they almost always have it late at night. Not so this year. This year they had it on like a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon. I think it was. We didn't get a chance to go to. It. I was kind of disappointed. But they did have two other games, and this is kind of where I'm, I'm getting into uh, kind of the the hook and line and sinker of all this. They had a anime um, Family Feud. Okay. Which we went to and, and saw. We sat in. It was. Pretty good. I see the princess has come down here. What? What's that? Why? Uh, we can take a break here in a minute. So give me two minutes. I'll be up. Sorry. I have to do daddy duties, apparently. Uh, anyways. So they did Family Feud, which was okay. The guy who presented wasn't bad. I mean, it was Family Feud's tough because I've I've worked with guys who've done game shows at other like anime conventions, right? And things like that. Eventually, you'll you'll run out of questions. So I mean, it's it's cool like one time, maybe twice, but if you try to do it on a consistent basis, uh, you, you're going to run out of material. I've I'm just you know mobile mm-hmm. entertainment being something I do as a side business. I, any type of game show, any type of large crowd. Is very difficult, and I mean, you guys are talking about Otakon, sure, huge crowd. 
it's always going to be tough. I mean, yeah, sure. Real, if you're if you're good, you can pull it off, but you can only pull it well, off. Well, the problem so was these guys didn't seem to understand or remember the, how the rules worked for it, so they were kind of. Oh well, that's embarrassing. Oh shit! Is this thing up? Now, see that one I've actually done. Uh, now I don't know how this guy did it or not. Well, this um, is somebody. This is not the guy from there. This is some guy. My girlfriend got picked up, and they press your luck. Okay. Now let's take a look at this. This is Anime Pressure Lock. This is the other game show. Now, did they? Oh, this is game two. I want to see game one. Hang on, let's see if the other game's up there. Uh, actually, it looks like they just have. That's that kind of. That's kind of disappointing. They, there's there, there's one that I've seen Otakon do Anime Pressure Lock before, and it mm-hmm. seems like they just bought a program. That's what it looked so, like. Okay. Yes. Now. Which, the guy that I used to work with when I used to help with uh, game shows at different anime conventions mm-hmm. literally built his own from Flash. He, oh, wow, nice. okay. He, he, yeah, and it looks really, really good. Um, I, I wonder if that, I mean, it's, it's from years ago. The, the one that I hosted at TokoshoCon in Pittsburgh, that was 2004. You can take a look at that, I suppose. But, I mean, because you know. there's, there's plenty of programs out there. Buying a professional program, that's not a problem. It's what you put into it. Yes. I right. mean, if you just buy the program and go stock on it, then you're, then you're going to have a problem. That's exactly what, what they do, if well, I then, remember correctly. That's embarrassing. Yeah, because if, did they have, I don't know if they changed it for this year, but did they have like car and like a trip and things like that? And, uh, they did, yes. But it was with a okay. car or and, the, okay. the now, ring or. Now, yeah. this guy, he would um, he'd go to different conventions and ask if they would give like a. Like a free pass or something, so you would land on maybe say OhioCon. If you land yes. on OhioCon, you'd get free admission. They didn't do anything like that. that. No, um, it was run very well. I mean, That's the guys knew what they were doing. It was, it was, you know, fine. Um, it was funny because they were handing out. Now, what it ended happened with anime with the uh, anime family feud was kind of a disaster, much like with the uh, Nobu. God, I, I know I'm pronouncing the guys wrong, the name wrong. I apologize. There's too many vowels. Yeah. Anyways, they had done it where. You got in line, then you got inside, and as you were coming in, still sitting down, and only half the people were in the room. Okay, well, if anybody wants to be part of Family Feud, uh, um, come on up here and get a get a ticket. What? Or, or write, a, write your name. Holy up. crap! So of course Jesus. everybody mobs the now, stage, now, and they got to send everybody back to their seat because they got to figure out what to do. Now, based on what I've so heard stupid. so far, I'm can't, I can't believe there haven't been fatalities reported. Yeah, from yes. Like the the, the way yes. that uh, my friend and I used to do it. It's at least we used to have we, we used to have like a, it was like its own little panel almost. Uh, we used to ask for a. A room that wasn't being used, or maybe you know we could use for like an hour or two. Right, and it was it was signups. It was game show signups in general, because like he would run maybe like you know three or four. Mm-hmm. So like if you wanted to be part of a game show, like you you look in the program guide and see one they were right. Be. You'd show up there, and then we would audition you because we wouldn't want someone up there who kind of talks like this the whole time. And you could you'd want people that were actually engaging and interesting to be on the game show in order to make it of interesting course. for the audience. So like if they wanted to be part of uh, the the 25,000 yen pyramid or something like that. Okay. So we would sit them down and we would play like a mock version of the game. Like we'd play the, the questions, see how many you would get. We'd do the, the pyramid thing, see if they were good at it. And if they were good at it, then they would probably end up being on the show. If they weren't, we would say, okay, we'll, you know, we'll let you know, give us your contact info, and we'll, you know, we'll call you if we're interested. Which means no. Which means no. So what they did for, and I mentioned Mystic Man, what they should have done is given out tickets or written down names, um, for people outside in line for this thing. Uh-huh. So when we get the Anime Pressure Luck, one of the guys who runs the panel went up and down the crowed, and he had a, a large roll of tickets, uh-huh. you know, double-sided tickets like you do at a raffle, and said, would you like to participate? Take a number, and we will call out random numbers in the panel for those to come up and play. Makes sense. It was organized. There wasn't a rush. It was great. Uh-huh. So we sit down, and it's a packed house. And I looked at Mystic Man, I'm like, 
man, this this looks kind of interesting because I remember watching Press Your Luck back there reruns. Of course, it's oh yeah, it's, it's it's great. It's it's very easy to do. Yes, and, it's, and that's a game that you can continually do because there's no you don't have to like think of questions. Oh, you have to think of some questions, but. Nothing too difficult no. that you can keep recycling it. For so the long. guy says, all right, last call. Anybody else who wants to get a number, go on up. So everybody goes up and gets a number, and he's about to start, and I look at Mr. McMahon and I said, fuck it. I go up and I get a ticket. I'm like, give me a ticket. All right, you got it. Come back, sit down. And he starts, all right, here we go. We're going to read out the numbers. Reads out the number. And each single one, in my, and I'm holding in my hand looking, and he's calling out each number in a row. It's now matching up with my ticket. And, I, and he calls the final number, it's my ticket. And I hear Mim go, bullshit. <laughs> so I go up, I got my hands over my, over my head, and I like shake my hands like I'm a champion. Like, yay! I'm wearing my Ohio State baseball jersey. I'm doing the, you know, the Rob Van Dam thing. Uh-huh. So I go up there. And uh, so I was the first, first contestant on Anime Press Your Luck. Nice. And they called two other people up there. I don't know, some schmucks I don't give a shit about. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I did not know is they were videotaping the whole thing to be put on YouTube, and it should be up actually sometime next week. Good, good. So you actually be able to see me play, and that was kind of funny because I, forward to this. I, didn't, know, I didn't know a goddamn <laughs> thing. Didn't know a thing. I get out there, I'm like, and I'm trying to remember, is this a trivia question where it's a fill in the blank? Or it is, is it... It's, it's, it's both, really. right? If, if you ring in first, it's fill in the blank. I if did you're not. the follower, it's uh, I was the follower, chance. and I was good at that because I didn't miss this. I only missed one question. I got every other one right. So you got like three spins or whatever? Or uh, yeah, well, was, the first one was like eight, four, and three. I whammed the first one up. I'm like, oh. fuck. Anyways, it comes. I don't want to ru- Well, fuck it. I'll ruin it. I'll get down, I'll get down to it. The other guy's got 14,000. The other guy next to me whammied out. I've got three whammies. I've got one spin left. All right, we're mm-hmm. in the second round. I forgot that there's the final round, if I have any money. Uh-huh. I-, I forgot. So, of course, the crowd is going nuts. This entire thing, I mean, you want to talk about people are, like, yelling out answers. You get something wrong, like like the guys next to me got wrong. I mean, they're getting booed, heckled. I mean, these people are, like, out for blood, and this is anime press your luck. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. And, of course, I'd have a smart-ass remark every time somebody would do something wrong. Or the whammy wasn't working for the first game, so they had whatever person was in cosplay come up and do something stupid to take away your money if you got a whammy. Oh, really? Yeah, they so they had some smart-ass oh. remark back. We did, oh, it was great. We did animations. Well, there's, their animations worked for the second game, but it wasn't working for the first oh, game. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're like, so where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And then you see those like five people in the back, yeah, this, we're from there. I'm like, say, yeah, that's great. No one was from Ohio. <laughs> so I, I'm like, you know what? Give my spin because the guy with the big money had already whammed me twice and had wiped himself twice. I'm like, give my final spin to him. Let's see if he'll whammy. I'll take him down with me. And he didn't. He won. I asked it. But I got a couple. Um, actually, I'll pull them out here in a minute. They're in my drawer. I got a couple little gifties to take home with me. There's a Trinity Blood uh, keychain and another one that's one of those uh, stick figure drawings that are all the part of the memes. Oh, I know. Yeah, mine's the that. challenge accepted, and it's gotcha. actually a rubber challenge accepted keychain. So it's funny. So, yes, I will go. be on YouTube. Look for Anime Press Your Luck 2011 at Oticon. At Oticon. Yeah, it's the Sonic Sonic something or other um, Enterprises or whatever the hell it is. That's what they call them? Yeah, Sonic? look it up. You'll find it. It's, it's there. So there was that. Real quick, the root beer story. I got I to gotta wrap this up because we're after 8 o'clock. We've got a shitload to do yet. We haven't done any of our segments. We've got, oh, God, we've got so much to do. Um, Real quick, uh, the Rupert store. I went to uh, uh, this, this Irish restaurant, Turnanog, means Land of the Eternal Youth. Went to it, nice, nice bar and restaurant, and overlooks the bay. This year we ate inside because it was too bloody hot. 
They bring me this root beer, which I have never had before. Highlander, you've now had one. Yes. They are phenomenal, are they not? They're very good, yes. Yes, it's a microbrew. I did not know this, and I, and I drank it. It was great. I asked the waitress, where do you get this from? She's like, I have no idea. So Mystic Mim wrote down the name of the brewing company and its location. When I got back to Cleveland, I did a, a, a Google search, and I couldn't find a number for this brewery. You know, that went directly to their line. It was like some kind of informational thing for vendors. I'm like, oh, the hell with this. So I called information in Utica, New York, and said, I want to know Matt's Brewing Company in Utica, New York. So they gave me the phone number. It's their corporate office. So I called the next day because it was after hours. And I got the operator and said, you know, hi, and I explained, I'm looking to buy your root beer. I'm in Cleveland. And she said, oh, you're, you're a distributor. No, I'm just a guy who wants to buy your root beer. Where do I find in Cleveland? She said, wait a minute, you're, you're, you're not a, a vendor or a distributor. No, I'm just, you know, a guy who likes your root beer. And like dead silence. And the lady says, sir, in the 80 years this company has had his telephone, I don't know that anybody's actually called here looking to just buy some root beer as, as, a, <laughs> as a customer. Let me put you on hold so I can get you an answer. She comes back and says, we have a distributor in Ohio that sells it, but I don't know where to. You'll have to call them. The problem is I don't have their number. You have to call Texas their corporate line and get their one for Cleveland. Okay. If they don't help you, you call me back and we will find a way to get you root beer. Like this is awesome. So I call I call Texas. I get the one for Columbus. I call the one in Columbus to find this fucking root beer, this Sarnac root beer. And I find I talk to the guy in the uh, distribution office. I'm like, look, where do I find this stuff? I give him the whole spiel. There are two locations north of Columbus that have this. In all of northern Ohio. Two. The Heinen's in Middlebrook Heights and a wine shop in Lakewood. Huh. So I called the one in Lakewood. Yeah, we got it. So I stopped by the work. They had one case of it. That's four six packs at six bucks a pop. So I bought I bought the entire case. <laughs> Two days later I went to Heinen's. They had three six packs. I bought all. I have bought every bit of Sarnak root beer. Their sales are at one hundred percent for the last week in the Ohio district. So you are responsible for all sales in Northern They've got to be looking to say, I don't know what the hell's going on in Cleveland. We are awesome at 100% sales. I'm going to be honest. No part of that story surprises me. <laughs> not a single part of that. Knowing you, that not a single part Sir, of that story Certainly, any plus years never had some schmuck call us up and say, I like your root beer. Can I buy it from you? <laughs> and I am that schmuck. And it is awesome. It is great, although it's expensive. That's the problem. Um, obviously, it's still a little cheaper, but six bucks. About, I mean, it's not something I'm going to buy a whole but, lot. But but you you find it better than IBC? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, much better. Is it the best root beer you've ever had? I'd say it's up there with Stewart's. With Stewart's, I'm a I'm a big root beer guy. Okay. Uh, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I think we have a this or that tonight as well. Good um, lord! Well, we better take geez. a break then. And yes, I, 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 uh, real quick, it's gonna, be a, it's gonna be a short break because uh, we still gotta go eat. I'm hungry. Um, anyways, I'm on my way back. This is my this is my uh, law story. On my way back from Heinen's, and this happened on Sunday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday. Coming back from Heinen's, and the Baron von Gosu has walked in. I don't think we've ever had four people. In wow! I, yeah, what's up, Baron? <laughs> nice shirt. <laughs> he's got a, he's got Echo like One from that. the Ghostbusters chasing, yeah. uh, you know, had and I, Kyle, or uh, the two ghosts from uh, Pac Man. I, I was telling Mystic Mim if I knew that you were coming too, I actually I bought a uh, communist shirt. It's a picture of like Marx and Engels and Mao and everything, and they're all going like you know crazy. And they have like hats on. the The connotation is that it's a communist party. <laughs> nice. I have a shirt for you too. We pick up the Irish. In fact, festival. you can probably find I it. I gotta find it. But we bought it for him. 
Um, anyways, real quick, I get, I'm coming back, and I'm drinking one of my root beers, and I'm at the McDonald's in Berea, and I'm stopping the stoplight. There's a Berea cop who is sitting in, and you got to try this, Baron. you got to try this root beer. Grab a bottle over there and start drinking it. It's that good. This cop is running radar, and he's in the parking lot looking over. I'm at the stoplight. I then pull, you know, pull away, and we start driving away. He comes out of the parking nice. lot of McDonald's and pulls me over. And I'm thinking, there's no way I could be speeding. I've moved like 100 feet since the light changed, and I was at a stop. And he comes up, and he does this you know, whole cop thing. You know, do you know why I stopped you? You know, why I pulled you over? I said, no, I have no idea. He's like, sir, you've been drinking today? <laughs> and I think myself, and I'm, I'm caught off guard. I have no idea. I'm like, no, no, I don't drink, no. Really? So uh, about 30 seconds ago, I didn't see you taking a pull off of a beer in your car while you're at the stoplight. <laughs> and I, and it, it, seriously, I stopped gold thinking. I'm like, beer. Oh, okay. And I, I stop, and I'm like, okay, no, no, no. And I pick it up because it's in my console, and I hand it to him, and it's open. I've been drinking it. I said, you mean this? He's like, was that what you were drinking? I said, yes. And he takes it, and he sniffs it. And he, he, you know, he says, can I have a taste? I say, go ahead. And on the label, it says Sarnak root beer. So he takes a drink of it. Yeah, no well, you don't know. You right. No, 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 it looks like yeah. it, it's, it's a brown bottle. It looks like a beer. Oh, it does, yeah. So yeah. it's like, uh, all right, well, would you be willing? He said, sir, can I look in your car here just to make sure this is exactly what you're drinking? I said, okay, go ahead. So, and I've got like three six-packs in the back of this beer <laughs> on, my back, uh, on my back seat. So he sticks his head in the car. He looks you know, forward and backward. He comes back out. He starts laughing. It's like, I, that's the first for me. I never stopped anybody uh, for drinking beer. I, sorry about that. I had to make sure, look, you were drinking a beer. You have a good day. So I, <laughs> my heart's awesome. racing like a mile a minute. I'm like, fuck, what the hell did I do? So we, we got to drive funny. on, and so I got to go home, and that was that. So. What was your best Baron impression that you can muster? Uh, the, I don't so think they can hear you, which is probably a good thing, Baron. Does the guy, where do I buy this? No, I, he didn't. <laughs> and so hopefully Amp will note that I found it. Uh, what? I'm cl- from Cleveland, Ohio. So one oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they're making them small batches. I don't know, Bioman. I think they just, when Ari it's a micro. When found your, your, your video, but it's horrible quality. Is it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where? No, right there. That's it. Right oh, there. really? Hang on. We've got to see if this is the case. Because the, the group that did this hasn't put it up yet. Let's that see. Is, I, that is bad. That's I'm, like yeah, that is bad. cell that, phone video. Yeah, it looks like a cell phone. It video. is, but I don't know. I'm on the far left here. I'm in the red, sitting next to the bald guy. Oh, here we go. So they're going to intro me first. All right, I'm going to turn this up here so they can listen to it on my end. This guy's kind of slow a little bit. Oh, nice. It's like all six people from Cleveland are like, oh. Now, I will say that it's the only pop all night when somebody had an intro. Everybody was like, no, nah, I, I, I like um, anime. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, seriously. It's like, yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, folks, so we got to cut it to a break. Uh, take a look at this. It's it's horror. It, it, horror. It's poor quality. We should take a look at it. Uh, the nice one, I guess, I've been told by the guy who runs this, uh, will be up sometime. The emperor took place at this panel. Bow down. This guy right, <laughs> Ben's full Kyle. That guy right there. Right. That's the guy I used to do game shows. With. The anime press your luck seven at Tech Shokan. Teko Shokan. Right. That's the one in Pittsburgh. All right, we can watch the rest of this uh, in the break. I go find out with the princess wanted. So, folks, we're back here in about 10 minutes. A shitload more to come. 
We're probably going to go a little bit over. Hopefully not too much. We've got a lot to do. Folks, uh, we'll be back in about 10. Oh, did we leave this thing on? Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. All right, so apparently we never actually <laughs> left. Well, I mean, well I'll, I'll just I'll say it right now. The, the, the convention guide for, for renovation for the Worldcon is huge. Is it? There's so many things. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I, it, in fact, I, I'm going to almost go as far as to say there's too many. Because, I mean, like, at any one time, you've got, like, I mean, like, 11, 12 different panels going on. Oh, that, Not yeah. to mention other things. I mean, it, it, to me, it almost gets to a point where it's, where it's like, I mean, obviously you want to include a lot of stuff. But you get to a point where it's like, how do you end up choosing what, what it is you want to see? Right. You know? It's difficult. See, this year at Otakon, they had a, a lot of the cool panels we've been to before. And that was the other thing about Otakon that's kind of disappointing was lack of entertaining panels, at least to me. Uh-huh. In the years past, they had, you know, your video game sucks, and it was a funny panel, or 10 video games you've never played, or 10 video games you shouldn't play. You know, there were a bunch of different video game panels like that that were very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And there was more... Um, uh, See, I, I think, like, if... I, I, seriously, I wonder if we're done. I want to show you the, the program guy, because I think there are a lot of things that I think you would find interesting. Probably. Just, just things like uh, um, alternative history with... Uh, well, the reason I thought of it is because uh, Harry Turtle. Harry, Harry the, Turtle Dove, yeah. He's the moderator for that one. So just the alternative histories, you know, what if. I honestly think like that. that with the size of it, it should go to a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, con- Sunday convention. They, I know they say, well, it's not, you know, possible. If somebody like Worldcon can pull it, it off. It is. They just don't want to do it. I, I well, think you know what? I they, think you're, if you're there already on the ground, you've got the boots on the ground Thursday. Right. You've got everybody on hand to scan everybody in. Even if you start at like 5, because Sunday is a blow-off. We did not go to the convention Sunday. We slept. Uh-huh. The entire day. I swear to God, we got up, went to Shula's, had breakfast, went back to bed, and we didn't wake up till 6 o'clock in the, at night. Wow. We, that, because you're going from 8 in the morning until 3 at night. Yeah. Every day. We were, we were you know, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. The, the only thing I think they don't do is because they, they did it in 1995, their second year, and it was the only year that they lost a significant amount of money. So I'm, I'm guessing that the people that, are, yeah, but that, that run was, Worldcon that are still with Worldcon that have back then, they're probably gun-shy about the whole idea. Well, it, but that was 1995, and that was what? Uh, that was the year after they had started the whole thing. Yes. They, they I were, think they it's were, time. I think they were still even in Penn State back. Because it started at Penn I State. I just saw that. Yeah. That's where they're from. Now, Let's go State. The challenging thing is going to be next year, because the first Marion Arena is being demolished later this year. Ooh, they're, that's going to be They're tearing tricky. it down. So I don't know what they're going to do. That's going to be tricky. But we didn't go to the Masquerade this year, because the Masquerade hasn't been entertaining or fun for a long time. At least, again, to us. You know, the, the, you know, somebody asked me, well, why do you keep going to the convention if you know, things aren't as entertaining or fun as they used to be? Because the convention ceased being the draw for us years ago. It's the entire, I mean, the city itself has a lot going on that we don't necessarily you mm-hmm. know, have to go to the convention and still have a good time. The food alone is worth it. You know, there's food to go. They had a huge Liberty ship there, huge ship. Correct me if I'm wrong. Liberty ships or transports, but are they World War II or are they current? War II. 
Okay. The whole they idea had, of a Liberty ship was basically it was a modular kind of right. plug and play they ship to built it in like three or four months and just send it out or right. whatever. Right, exactly. Yes. You know, they build the components all over America. They show up at the harbor, and it's real easy to put together. Like an erector set. Yes. But exactly. Well, real I mean, fast. It was a, you know, a mass-produced ship. It was just a transport ship. And they still, had the, they still had the 50 cals on them. They had a big deck gun in the front. Right. Um, I mean, it was War Two. Yeah. yeah. And it was in fantastic shape, and it was, at the, it was at the pier, and it was just huge. And you can go on there for a tour. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to. And they also have the U.S.'s Constellation, which I've never heard of until we went there. It's a wooden, it looks like a sloop. It looks like 26 guns, 13 aside, not including whatever they got on the deck. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of it, but it's in phenomenal condition. You can go on that, too. And they've got all kinds of stuff going on. So it's not just, you know, Otakon. Like on Sunday, we didn't even go because there wasn't anything worth going to. You know, well, I'm sorry. That's that's not entirely accurate. We did see um, one thing. At any rate, it didn't really matter. Um I, I just think it might be time to jump to a Thursday. At least, it, like, at 5 o'clock on a Thursday, just start to have some stuff going. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. You've got the convention center. You're already paying for it. Well, we're still setting up. Well, it can't be. I mean, some of the stuff can't be that hard. You can you can set up no, like, and do like something. The, the video rooms, for example, you could set that up pretty quickly. And, and you just do that. showing some stuff. Right. Yeah. At least you've got something. And they sit a couple thousand. Yeah. So. The game rooms usually are set up pretty quick. As long as you have enough staff to set everything up. I mean, obviously, a game room... And Otakon is going to be yeah. much, much bigger than, say, you know, your local anime convention here. See, but still, you know, those kind of things could be set up rather quickly. And they need more staff. I don't know if it's time for them to go away from the volunteer and start paying for them because the lines everywhere were out of hand. And a bunch of times, oh, that was the other thing I, I forgot. We came in on Thursday and there was a big protest going on outside of the federal building, uh, which is down the street from about a block away from the convention center. Probably about three dozen people. And they were picketing. Some union, something related about wage cuts. Every okay. whole dozen? Yeah. Mm. Oh, for these kind of protests, that's kind of big. Well, yeah. Well, come Friday, guess what? They're not at the federal building anymore. They're not down the street. They're in front of the, the Pratt Street lobby, blocking people from coming in or out. Oh, of the convention Otakon. center. Really? Yes. Like, like to get attention yes. or whatever? Kind yes. Of on top of the the idiots out panhandling and those who are screaming for money for their stupid water. I'm not talking about the $1 guy because that guy was at the other end. And he was funny. These guys are like, got a dollar? Got a dollar? You want a water? Got a dollar for water? Got a dollar for water? Anybody for water? He's got like three waters in his hand. That's it. Like Obviously, if you bought these from a store, you pilfered them. I, whatever. And they were everywhere. The panhandlers were way out of control, too. They didn't have any staff. I'm keeping lines. It was terrible. I went in there, Mystic Women and I, and she was madder than I am. Because they're yelling at people who are coming by and cosplay, calling them freaks and get out of our way, you know, F-tards and all this. I went to the information booth. I said, who do I got to talk to to make a complaint? And the girl says, well, I guess you can talk to us. What's your problem? So my problem is you've got about two or three dozen protesters blocking the street, you know, the access to the convention center on the opposite end. And they have no business being there. I said, I'm sure they've got to have a permit or something. Well... It might be public property. So I don't care if it's shit if it is public property. They've got to be X amount of feet away from an entrance. They have no business harassing or hassling people that have nothing to do with whatever they're protesting for. I said, ma'am, I'm not even from Baltimore. I don't give a shit what they're protesting. They have no business yelling at our convention goers and blocking the entrance. Send somebody out there to remove them. Ask them for a permit because I'm sure they've got to have something. I said, I don't know how Maryland runs it, but I've got to believe it's like every other state in the union. We came back about an hour later, so and they eat this about then at four o'clock. So either they gave up and left, or they were moved. I don't know. Hmm. But Monday when we left uh, Baltimore, because we always stay a day later, 
because everybody files out on Sunday, so you got to fight to get an elevator and all that. Yeah. Screw that noise. We left on Monday. They're back at the uh, federal building doing a little picket thing. Aha. Uh-huh. Aggravating. But they, they need more staff because they didn't have anybody helping direct lines. That I mean, if it wasn't inside of a panel, even those seem to be lacking. They said they had more uh, staff this year than they had last year. Maybe they did. I didn't see it. Hmm. So, anyways, we got stuff to get to. Uh, let's do. God, we leave so much on the table. I feel bad, but my Otacon story went long. What are we looking up now? Uh, I'm going to pull up your stuff. Oh, okay. No. Gotcha. Uh, got to log in. We're going to do your segments. Boop. There we go. My apologies to IRC for basically ignoring you for two-thirds <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Usually I don't, but unfortunately um, I had stories to tell. So Suck it. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Jim Rome. Shut up, clones! I hate you. Give me your money. All right, so I think it's time for a super video game moment of the week because I need a break. And I think uh, Varyar, I think I'll have you host the uh, stupid the uh, Facebook face off. All right. So. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. That's all I got to do. All righty. Here we go. The short version. One afternoon in the offices of Zoo Games, the crack team of game wizards sat down to develop the greatest game of all time. After smoking the bong <laughs> for about four hours, CEO Dirk Finkler had a brilliant idea. I know what we'll do, Finkler screamed over his funions. We'll make a game about fucking M&Ms, man. <laughs> The rest of the team erupted with joy, pounding their hammers onto their protective retard helmets. <laughs> the long version. In 2008, Zoo Games released for the Wii M&M Adventure. Developed as a Super Mario 64 clone that plays like it was designed for a game console even older than the Nintendo 64, which came out in 1996, FYI. M&M Adventure doesn't have a good start, middle, or conclusion. The intro tries to... To explain the story, it's the holidays and the M&M factory is about to close after a hectic candy-making run, but 120 M&M candies have been lost, and it's up to the three anthropomorphic M&Ms from the commercials, red, yellow, and green, to collect them before they can close the factory for the holidays. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You've got the thing on video. There we go. When the gameplay begins, you'll be greeted by stiff controls, a bad camera system, ugly levels, and just one objective. <laughs> Those of you who play the DS version will notice that the Wii controls are a little smoother and that the world view isn't as cramped. But saying that a Wii version of a game is better than a handheld version isn't saying much at all. In general, M&M Adventure is a horrible game. Players may be intrigued, maybe even excited, to see that Red, the lovable semi-sarcastic and standard flavor M&M, can sprout gliding wings and fly. Gamers may notice that in a nod to Mario and Luigi, Yellow, the goofy, shy, peanut-flavored M&M, can jump higher than Red. Green, of course, is no Princess Toadstool, but you just carry a tennis racket, just in case a few enemies need to be warded off. That's warded off instead of killed or stopped, because in this game you can't kill any enemies. At best, you can jump on their heads and stun them momentarily, and Green's tennis racket can bop them in the head, but that's all. Theoretically, this is fine. A little stupid, perhaps, and not exactly screaming of originality. It's a game whose box art will surely attract those who not only love to eat M&Ms, but love the characters used in its marketing, whoever the hell those people are. And then when you pop it into your Wii, you'll wonder what in the hell went wrong. Actually, considering you bought a game about M&Ms, you probably don't have the brain power to wonder, (laughs) period. 
The simple conclusion is this. One objective alone is not entertaining. As the controller of three M&M characters, you must collect 120 candy pieces. Sound familiar? It should, unless you've been living under rock candy for the past 13 years. The downside to that goal is that it's all you do. There's no interesting events to add to the experience of walking around and grabbing the candy pieces. A dull story, graphics that were bad in 1996, let alone 2000 when the game came out, and a bad clone of a 12-year-old game. M&M Adventure. The only adventure will be taking you back to the store to get your money back. Another stupid moment in video game history. <laughs> From across the information superhighway, like the we have collected <laughs> yeah, so the biggest moment in video game history. good. Now let's watch from one right into the next. Look at the mailbag of the way. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? All right, as always, you can send your comments, opinions, and questions into emperor1gacox.net. You will get no funny responses here. Highlander does that. Uh... I did want to let you know. Let's start at the top and work. Uh, no, let's start at the bottom. Work way up. We got a ton of of people emailing in. A lot of them were articles, so I may have to filter some of the stuff out. So a fair warning. By the way, how did the best of Emperor's Court go on Saturday while we were gone? I meant to ask, but no one seemed to have an answer for me. So, uh, maybe no know. news is good news. I don't know. This is from Amund, a Norwegian newspaper, reporting this, and then it's an article in Norwegian. Can't be bothered with translating the whole thing, but basically, huge chain of stores, uh, Coop Norway, are withdrawing 51 products for, and this is one of the articles we're probably not going to get to, for an indefinite amount of time, including video games and products looking like weapons. Quote, the reason for this Friday is horrible events. This is a temporary solution we do out of respect for the victims. Others are more competent than us to point out the effects these kids, these kind of games have. Right now, it's natural for us to remove these. I would not be surprised to see others follow. We will now think twice before we decide if we put the products back in stores. Economy means nothing. Gay. CEO of Coop Norway. What the fuck? Some of the games removed are Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. You called it, sir. Good, sir. But this was not what I was expecting. Do note, this is not a big newspaper, and I couldn't find anything like this in big ones. In other news, a criminal gang has put a price on this guy's head. Apparently, he was trying uh, to possess... Pose. pose. Sorry. I don't want the hell. Swing and a miss. Yeah, that was my bad. Trying to pose as a friend of theirs, protection in prison or some shit. Apologies for any grammatical errors, Porta. No, you're fine, Porta. I'm the one who read it wrong. All right. So this guy had absolutely nothing to do with video games, but that's what they're removing as a, a talk about a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, it sounds like they're removing like toy guns too or something like that. Yeah. Okay, and now I can understand maybe that. Uh, even that I think is going a little far, but okay. I mean, games, this, I mean, it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's, I think it's just ignorance on the part of people who don't play the games or understand games. or I think it's just people wanting to do something for the sake of doing something. Well, yeah, I think so, too. I think it looks, quote-unquote, good. We care. To yeah. anyone outside the gaming community, they're like, oh, well, at least they're trying. You know, gamers are like, what the fuck is... What, I want Call of Duty. You know, but, yeah, it's a bullshit gesture. I mean, it is what it is. It's all... Until, until gaming becomes even more mainstream than it is, and it is... I don't know how you can argue gaming isn't mainstream anymore. At this point, yeah. But until it becomes even more accepted, um, it's. I think you're always going to be ignorant like morons There's always who make comments be that. like yes. Yeah. Dear False Emperor, could you start playing some more upbeat music during the second music break? I've started to fall asleep and I'm missing the end. Tech Priest. Is that the first time someone has complained about the music via the mailbag? I think so. 
So how, do, I, how do you respond to that? I, how do you Tell punish we'll a guy like that? Them, <clears throat> yeah. We'll fix the music when he fixes the way he spells break. Well, he's Swedish so, or Norwegian or whatever the hell it is. So, I, I don't know. care. Yeah, I had heard this. An article sent in, this one by uh, Mr. McIntosh, that uh, Heroes of New Earth is not free to play. Uh-huh. That seems to be the thing nowadays. Is people are making their games free to play, and they're hoping to make it on the back Micros. end with microtransactions, yes. Yeah. Uh, we already did the Fusion Reactor. That was from Tech Priest as well. This is from uh, Operation Rat. Uh, we didn't, that's an article we're not going to get to. That was sent in by Smurfette. Sorry. Hi, hail, noble emperor, and if applicable, emperor and music guest, miscellaneous <laughs> guest host. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Never yeah. make comments at the expense of the host. <laughs> I was going to look for it. And <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I was going to look for a few news stories to fire your way, but I saw one that simply stood out from the crowd. Those very nearly er- very early in the week. I highly doubt I am going to top this story. Foxconn replacing workers with robots, which is another one we're probably not going to get to. And why they replaced the staff with robots? Because despite all their best efforts to prevent this, their staff keep ending their own lives. Yeah, I've, I've, I've yeah. heard about this. Yeah. Awesome. What I'd find really ironic is that the machines themselves begin to self-terminate. <laughs> Looking forward to the show, <laughs> Xanon. So what, they, they keep jumping off of roofs and, and uh, well, themselves? It's, it's, it's part of a larger issue that's been going on for like a number of years. Uh, Foxconn is like huge over in China. So it, and actually in the world, it's like the number Don't one. Don't they like build the iPad? They build everything, like pretty, pretty. I, I bet you Isn't there are it things. Taiwan? I bet you that no, it's China. Are you, it's China. Okay. I thought it was. There Taiwan. are things in this room that I guarantee you have Foxconn stapled on them somehow, Probably. somewhere. Uh, but anyway, they they treat their workers almost like slave labor to the point where they have like Foxconn City, where like the workers live. <laughs> yeah, they, I, they I live in okay. those dormitories, and you have to. Yeah, it's it's almost like the. Like the coal miners from like the 19th century, like you have to buy your the food. company store. You have to buy your food uh, from the company store, and you have to do every. You live in the company housing, and you all do all this kind of stuff. And that sounds like you get China. paid nothing. And people are just so depressed that there's, they've actually begun killing themselves yeah. to the point that like the CEO has had to step in and try and like stop them from doing that. It's 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 almost like a ratio of people that are killing Damn. themselves. On a regular basis. Uh, greetings, my liege. This may not be appropriate for the show. However, I thought you might appreciate it. This is the one with the with the girl from YouTube. The little girl is saying, "I hate sparkling wiggles." Sparkling wiggles. And that awesome isn't video. what she says. Yeah. Here it goes. <laughs> See. <laughs> oh, always fun. Oh my goodness! Oh, I love children. Go to prison for making your child say that, knowing what (laughs) we're recording. (laughs) Sparkling, I'm sorry, sparking wiggles. Sparking wiggles. I assume they're talking about the TV show The Wiggles. I think so. Yes. Captain Feather Sword never looks so racist. All right, uh, this is from who sent this one in? I don't know. Uh, I see his like name, but I don't Eek uh, Bob. see Bob. All right, this is from Mr. Smith. So Governor Rick Perry was decided, has decided to organize a day of prayer in some stadium in Houston for Chris, Christians to pray for God to fix all of their worries and problems. This event has sparked a lot of controversy from the atheist community because it's basically pissing all over the First Amendment rights. Wrong. Unlike, apparently, their First Amendment rights to have religion and pray. 
What is your opinion about a governor using a state-sanctioned display of religion, despite you know uh, separation of church and state? Something that doesn't exist. And specifically organizing this event for Christians only. Well, first off, he didn't do this at a at a no, state event. It was p- privately funded. Yeah, it's it's completely private. Yeah, he uh, did as, this as a personal capacity, not as governor. I uh, I have no problem with it. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I will not attend. Obviously. Right, and that's right. fine. But he, he's not pissing all over the First Amendment. He's perfectly within his rights as a as a citizen to organize yes something, and he. No, either he or obviously his organization or not. I don't even think it's his organization. I don't. Yeah, I think this asking the He's organization. Speaker. Yeah. yeah, the organization paid for the Look, stadium and all that. Just because you take around. public office does not mean you have to shed your religion as soon as as soon as you do. You, you don't have, check it at the door because you're all of a sudden a public official. I don't think he organized the event for Christians only. I'm sure anyone who wants to go can go. Yes, and it wasn't. I don't think and it was even a Christian only prayer. It was just a, a prayer. You don't have a freedom from religion. You have a freedom of religion. Yeah. You have no freedom not to be offended. What it means is they can't come in and say, you will pray to our Christian God. Yes. Right. No, you can't. Okay, yes. that, yeah. Separation of church and state was found in a letter Thomas Jefferson wrote. It is nowhere in the Constitution. No. Thanks for stopping by. Now, Rabbit Yoshi knows exactly what's going to happen with this one, and I'm sure he's been camping on it. Here's a link to Rock Paper Shotgun article about Diablo 3. By the way, I love that website. I just like the name, Rock, Paper, Shotgun. It was announced in PC Gamer Magazine that Diablo 3 will not, I clarify, will not support offline play, will not support modifications, and will include an auction house in which players buy and sell items for real-life money. Nobody's here to listen to me rant, so all that matters is the article. No offline play. That hurts my feelings. No mods. The mods, I might understand because somebody doesn't want somebody fucking with their game. I get that. Yeah. No offline play. Diablo is an, was a single-player game. It is. Point. Yes! It's, it's it's an RPG. And you guys know, I've talked about it before. I've been looking forward to this yes. game. Yes! This just makes me I'm mad. I'm not because I, like, I don't like Diablo. See, I enjoy But Baron's it. all yeah. over this. Uh, and now I'm just... This, so I'll wh- have to look into this more to find out, but... What is this, how is this different than World of Warcraft? It's the same thing. You're forced to play online with multiple people now, or at least forced to. Play, if you're going to play single player, well, you now have to be connected to the internet. Okay, right. Well, that that's same my with question. StarCraft. That's that would be my question. I mean, is it will not support offline play in that you have to hook up so that it can do its little verify? StarCraft that's what requires I'm guessing, yes. you to, to log in every th- at least every thirty days. No mods, online only cash trades. The cash thing really gets me too. Oh, that annoys me. That you now you got to pay cash to get your items out of the auction house. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. I'm reading the article now. Uh, f- in order, here's Blizzard's justification. So for the first one, what's the first one? Uh, the games require a constant internet connection. So Blizzard's okay. response to that. One of the things that we felt was really important was that if you did play offline, if we allowed for that experience, you'd start a character, you'd get him all the way to level 20 or level 30 or 40 or what have you, and then at that point you might decide you want to venture on a battle.net. But you'd have to start a character from scratch because there'd be no way for us to guarantee no cheats were involved if we let you play on the client and then take that character online, and also pirates. Okay, now let me tell you That's the real reason. rationalization. Yeah, let me tell you what the real reason is. If you play offline and get your character level 40, all of a sudden you don't need the items that you were going to buy off the auction house with your you know, real money. Right. That's the reality. This is some bullshit right here. Blizzard continues to dick-smack people in the face with the non-single-player stuff. StarCraft, not having land play or land support. Then you've got to connect to the Internet in order to get it to work. You have to do it at least once every 30 days. No, at least they put a single-player campaign in. This has it, except you've got to be on the Internet where they're going to monitor. You're probably going to download some kind of you know, sec- you know, sec-rom to your computer. 
because it's a part of every Blizzard title. Yeah. This makes see. Uh, all right. I, I mean, growing up as a as a young gamer and everything. I mean, studios like Blizzard, Valve, Westwood, old school. Yeah. I mean, these were my gods. And yes. now as an adult, it's just a kick in the ass every other month. I mean, it just pisses me off. You know, I'm not going to rekindle the the argument, is this Blizzard now in the Activision era under Bobby Kotick, or is this the way Blizzard was going down this road because of the success of World of Warcraft before the merger? Right. To me, it doesn't matter. The fact is now we're here. And I, I don't like anything we found now. Nothing on this... Look, I was going to buy Diablo three anyways because I, you know, I'm not a Diablo player. But the difference was I wasn't going to, you know, badmouth the game. Now I'm actively going to make sure people are aware of this and actively go against them selling this game. I'm still going to get it, but it better be godlike, or I'm going to be right there with you. You know what? But that's the problem. Is a lot of people say, "Well, it better be good," and they go and buy the game. Blizzard doesn't care if you like it or not. They don't care if it's good. Final they care about how many back. copies they sold. Right. You pirate that bitch. <laughs> I'll, I'll pirate it, and if I like it, I'll buy it. If I don't like it, I'll delete it and never touch there it. There you go. Uh, this one I, I think I sent you way back. Oh, I uh, this yeah, this week. one yeah, happened this last one. week. This Steakburger sent this one in. Yeah. Uh, an Xbox addict dies from a like, blood clot after playing, I don't know, it was like 12 hours, 20 yeah, minutes, something like that. Basically, he got like a like a deep vein thrombosis kind of thing. It's, it's, it's the same situation like if you're in an airplane for a long period of time. Right. And you don't stretch your legs, right. you can develop a blood clot. And apparently, in this case, it killed him. Uh, a 20-year-old kid, distraught father, said his son would spend up to 12 hours playing on his Xbox. All right, well, right there is the fault of your father. Get your ass in there and get your son out the door to do something. He's 20. Go get a job. Go clean the gutters. <laughs> do something. You don't sleep in until 2 o'clock in the afternoon with your air conditioning all the way up to 65. <clears throat> See, this is a good thing about me smoking. Anytime I'm playing for a long period of time, I get up every hour or so just to, you know, stretch. Have a burn. Do something. I do the same thing at work. Uh, it says reports of gamers collapsing. After spending 15 hours in front of video games, are fairly common throughout Asia. I've heard of people collapsing after a couple of days. I've never heard of 15 hours. Well, just below that. In 2005, it's a South Korean, South Korean gamer died after playing online games for three, three days, days without taking one break. Now, it wasn't his fault. He had the StarCraft bug. You know, I was playing StarCraft. I'm pretty sure that was it, or Lineage. <laughs> Look, I, I, again, it, it's just, you know, God filtering out, you know, a little chlorine more in the gene pool. All right, let's. Jump ahead. Are we... Let's see. Are we in the first page? Yes, we are. All right. This is from Menorah. Good God! Uh, wow. Hail, gracious emperor and cohorts. Menorah here to relay my great experience at the con for Otakon 2011. I'll keep it short. Thank God Fuck. you did. What, what's long, then? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Menorah, buddy. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll skim this next week. I'm going to skip it only because... Christ. Here's another one. Greetings, Emperor. Your friendly turnpike toker here again, or as Highlander calls me, Tollbooth Willie, or just Chronic in the chat room and forums because I finally have a chance to listen to the show for live for once. Also, if Imp is wondering, I'm more like 30, 40 minutes away from Cleveland. Middle of bumfuck nowhere, three miles from the turnpike between Garrett's, wow, wow. Garrettsville, Mantua, and Shalersville. That is BFE. Okay, Mantua basically just a thunderstorm magnet. You know, three towns that aren't really towns, just intersections with names that no one cares about. Just write and ask a few questions. <clears throat> I have recently been getting into Irish music, since I have a bit of Irish heritage myself. I was wondering how you felt about groups like Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly. Are they any good? 
Yeah, they're Irish flavored. I wouldn't say they're uh, yeah, Irish. They're not, Irish. I I wouldn't say they're Irish music, but Flogging no. Molly's kicks ass. Dropkick Murphy's it's pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. It depends on the song. I don't really listen to either one, so I've heard of them both, but yeah. I don't really just listen, don't so. delve into their no politics. Yeah. Flogging no Molly kicks ass. A friend also suggests a Celtic woman. They are phenomenal. That's yeah. you will like them. Abney Park. Uh, so it's Ab- just Abney Park. I've heard they're um, they kind of do more of like a steampunk kind of thing. Yeah, I actually haven't heard Abney with Park, an Irish so. flavor. So it's just a Celtic woman is very Irish. You'd you would like them. So we're just wondering if you had any favorites or suggestions. Uh, t- here we go. I love the next part. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop reading ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> stop derailing me. <laughs> I saw two words and his name. <laughs> All right. Ones I like. Um, Fields, are at, uh, uh, Fields of Athen Rye. It's a band. It's also a song, but it's a band. Actually, I like that one of our nice listeners sent me a CDF. Um, you would also like, again, depending on your what kind of Irish, if you're you know the rebellious type, you would like the Wolf Tones. Um, Paul Mathoyne, you would like. Uh, Celtic Thunder's okay. The High Kings are all right. Uh, I personally like there's a band here in Cleveland that are very good. Uh, New Barley Corn. <laughs> I, I see Highlanders just... <laughs> we ride. <laughs> I gotta stop. It's nine o'clock. All right. <clears throat> also, as <laughs> as a fat man doing exercise himself, I recall Highlander was doing some sort of exercise routine. I was wondering how that was going for him. I can see my cheekbones <laughs> for the first time in years. Wow. Fat men unite. Jeez. Blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. And, and beef, beef for the beefalo king. <laughs> beef for the beefalo. Also, have you guys heard of the TF2 ripoff in China? They literally ripped off the models for some of the characters from Team Fortress 2, reskinned them, and then same exact animations and sounds as well. At first, I was surprised when I learned it was China. Also, to all the hipsters that wear fake glasses... Crash and burn you, motherfuckers. Do those ass bluggers seriously think it's fun to wear and deal with glasses? I wish blindness upon them. Jeez. Wow. Many harsh words. I hate glasses. Uh, I, I was doing P90X. Uh, it, it's fantastic when you do it, but uh, fell off the wagon. Got to get back on. Let's see. Smurfette is female. Here's proof. Enjoy, gentlemen. Okay. Uh, yep, she's female. Wow. Yes, she is. I can't let people see this. Well, I mean, mm. I can, but I'm not going to. No. no. I'm going to keep this one. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Now, see, why can't all of our listeners, all of our female listeners do this? Right click, Th- save. Yes. <laughs> this is how you prove to us that you are indeed a female. Uh, she sent us a nice bra picture and not much else in a sign saying, hi, Amp, with a smiley face. I uh, See, and th- her face is in here. I don't even need to see her face. I don't, I'm good. I'll, I'll, and I'll assume you got a great-looking face because for the neck down is all that matters. So you've got, wow. You make two very large statements in your case, and I agree. <clears throat> uh, greetings, Emperor. I just, that was a pretty cool picture. Hey, greetings, Emperor. I just put up three more pages of balance break, uh, 14, 15, and 16. Big thanks to Tech Priest for doing some work. Made a huge difference. Please read on page 16 on air. Highlander, you brought this on yourself, and he knows what's coming, but it's still funny. And it's a picture of me riding a laser bear as my mount, apparently. Shriggs, do you know what happened to Highlander? I'm shocking dead irrelevant to your query. What is it, boy? Is Highlander trapped in a well? No. 
Highlander was captured by the entitled casuals after the explosion. He's been in their rape dungeon and being, been raped by a giant horny ogre. He, his farts no longer make noise because of the fury ferocious butt pounding. Good God, we must save him. The rape dungeon is heavily guarded. We cannot rescue him. Okay, well, at least I said I tried. You weren't going to save him if it wasn't guarded, were you? Nope. <laughs> so apparently you're being uh, yes. Well, you know, no butt pounded by a horny yeah. ogre. Well, if if you guys had used a spell check, maybe I would care a little bit. Okay. Oh, rape done. Oh, there, there you go. Sir. That's right. When burned, go to the grammar card. That's right. Nice. Okay. I'm sure you and the seven people who read that thought it was hilarious. <laughs> You sat here and watched us laugh our ass off about this thing. <laughs> yeah, like we yeah. read it earlier. Hey, up here is a this or that for Highlander of Varya to ask you. Dear God. All right. Uh, let's run through these real quick. All right. <clears throat> uh, Frank Sinatra or Sammy Davis? Sammy Davis. Oh, really? I, 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 I would have gone. Better I would voice. Go, I would go Frank Sinatra. Better voice. Uh, Dean Martin or Tony Bennett? Dean Martin. Dean Martin, actually. Sinatra or Tony Bennett? Sinatra. Sinatra. The Freemasons or the Knights of Columbus? Uh, <clears throat> as one will get me excommunicated and one will not, Knights of Columbus. <laughs> uh, Otakon or Comic-Con? Oh, Comic-Con. We, I, we have to go to Comic-Con. We have, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I think we have to get We've it, got to experience yeah. it one time and just have our minds blown. <clears throat> uh, the Ford Mustang or the Chevy Corvette? Uh, Mustang. Corvette. Uh, depends on the year, in my opinion. Okay. All right, but I like older in Mustangs. general, I like Mustangs. Okay. I no. like the older Mustangs, newer Corvettes. Gotcha. That's just me. Uh, Heather Graham like or Elizabeth Mustangs? Huh? You don't like the newer Mustangs? I like them. I just think the newer vets are pretty Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heather Graham or Elizabeth Hurley? There's only one right answer. Elizabeth Hurley. That was it. Not it. No, the answer is Heather Graham. Exactly. Uh, And her her headache is hot, and she's willing to take her clothes off in just about every damn movie she's in. Love it. Uh, I don't know. Elizabeth Hurley's a drunk, which I appreciate, but, you know, I love (laughs) (laughs) it. Okay. Uh, the, the, uh, The Connect or the Wii? We, I guess. Okay. Root beer or a throwback Pepsi? Uh, I'm going to have to say root beer. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if anybody in Europe even knows what root beer is. I, I believe, I was telling you guys, I've read that they it's, don't have that over there. It's an American thing only? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they've got like root type drinks, but not like anything like that. Interesting. Bobby Darren or D-Mart? I know who I'd choose. Wow. As do I. I would choose Bobby Darren. I, I'm gonna say Bobby, I would have to say Bobby Darren. I like Dino, but... Very, uh, much more talented musician than Dino yes. ever was. Uh, John Stewart or Stephen Colbert? Stephen Colbert. Really? Fuck John Stewart. Now he, huh. he, oh, he's a bigger douchebag than Stephen Colbert. He doesn't See, like Although that's... He doesn't like here's my thing. Here's my, I, I don't like John Stewart either, but between the two of them... Uh-huh. John Stewart's honest about it. Stephen Colbert's playing I think, a role. I think, yeah, yeah. John Stewart, you, when you watch The Daily Show, that's John Stewart. That's how Stephen he really Colbert feels. Is Stephen Colbert is playing a role. That's why, for me, he's out. You know, uh-huh. but Stephen Colbert. My point is, he is acting. John Stewart isn't bothering to try, and you pretty much know what you're going to get. Somebody who hates everybody who's you know even a shade red. That's a valid point. <clears throat> Go ahead, Daniel Tosh or Ralphie May. Daniel Tosh. That's really that, easy. Yeah, yeah. Tosh. Ralphie May. I, I some of the stuff he's had is very funny, but you know, fat, bald, and ugly. He doesn't get you through college. So the articles from None Left we already did. Well, uh, none of them. But we, well, we did. Uh, no, actually, no, we we didn't do any of this. Nope. <laughs> well, you know, I meant to. God damn. You know, I'm going to save this for next week, then. I'll save it for next week. How about that? Uh, Jesus Christ. I was wrong. There was a second amazing story this week. The story is a gold mine of humor. Sorry I couldn't resist the pun. Seriously, though, it fits in with the recent theme of weird Asian gaming stories. 
So I thought you'd be interested. Uh, it's a report that North Korea and Kim Jong-il is running a MMO gold farming racket. Oh, we're going to save um, that for next week, too. I love Kim <laughs> Jong-il. I do. Uh, this is from TechPree. Should have been fission, not fusion. Messed up my physics. Well, they, they messed up their physics. Yeah, right. it's okay. And merciful Christ, I think we're finally at the end of Jeez. the mailbag. Booyah. And that's not even everything. It's just stuff we got over. Okay, so. What else we got? We got the Facebook face-off. We still got the, the biggest one, the quickening. Shit. Uh, is there anything uh, missing? No, uh, quickening's not that long, so uh, it, we're not going to go too far over, at least with that. Okay. Uh, let's do the Facebook face-off. What do we got this week? Let's take a look. Uh, I don't have a sounder for it because I they haven't had a chance to do shit. Uh, let me pull up our Facebook. Now, for those, uh, Varya, go ahead and explain for them what the hell the Facebook face-off is. Uh, every week on the show, if you'd like to be friends with Emperor 1G and crew on the Facebook page, you must go through a grueling trial by fire <laughs> where you and one other applicant, or should I say supplicant, will be faced <laughs> off and the IRC will vote upon who is more worthy to bask in the Emperor's glory on Facebook.com. Uh, if you are the successful winner... If you are the winner of the Facebook face-off, you will become the Emperor's friends with all of the perks and awesomeness that that pertains. I don't know if we have yeah. any, but if we did, you would get them. Right, exactly. Uh, basically, you will be great by association. If you lose, you go in basically into a holding pattern mm -hmm. where you will get to play again next week and try once more for glory. All right, there we're finally in. All right, so, oh, oh it's a three-way dance again. Top hat. All right, so we have Porta. Who is the top hat, top hat fiend here? He looks kind of like a pedophile in a Dr. No, I wouldn't say Dr. Seuss, but more of a Willy Wonka type thing. I'm going to go ahead and post the profiles here on IRC for you and IRC to go ahead and peruse. You will vote on, if you are listening to the podcast. Well, you get to hear our funny comments about why these people look like idiots. But uh, here's Homar Alvarez, Olivares. Yeah, he lost last time. He is a, apparently an albino puppy. Uh, it's a pit bull. It looks very similar to the one I own. And although we got to get our fence up so we can actually bring him here. And then we have a new challenger steps in. Kevin. Wow. What a, <laughs> what a happy go lucky kind of guy. <laughs> Give him your money and the car. <laughs> Good God. Do not fuck with this man. <laughs> also, or he'll eat White you. Sword. <laughs> White Sword TV is his. So yeah. there you go. NFL theme song followed by the Star Trek fight song. That's what I, I like, like to do, but I gotta put it. I've got them. I just gotta find them. Yes. <laughs> no, wait, that's, that's what no, I wanted to do last week. Remember? Last time yeah. you played the, uh, the what's the? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, saber dance. That. Yeah. All right, hang on. Before we, She's, the saber dance. I couldn't think of I that guy's gonna eat what us or shoot us. I don't know which. I'm afraid of voting against that guy. There's a reason for the fourth wall, or he'll eat you. Yeah, exactly. All right, where the good god. Where is the saber dance here? <clears throat> Give me just a second. No, there it is. Saber dance. All right. So uh, there we go. There we go. Playing in the background. All right. So who's our first matchup? Okay. What are we going to... Oh, it's a three-way dance. It's so a, it's, we're doing it's, a three-way. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a three-way. Sure Mr. Kevin Hennessy right. from Portland, Oregon. Uh, he uh, looks like he'll rape your children <laughs> if you don't vote for him. <laughs> so take that into account. <laughs> then we have Mr. Uh, Alvarez. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm always concerned about people who aren't <clears throat> don't post their own don't post their own their picture. Profile. They have to put yeah. a, put a dog up there to try and get sympathy. I'm, I'm curious. If this guy's got any photos up there? Seriously, I swear to God, if you pan that out, if that's not cropped, is he holding one of those police things <laughs> for the mugshot, <laughs> like with his info on there? Jesus. 
Uh, no photos, unfortunately. Metallica, ACD, Garth Brooks, and Aqua all on his top and music Aqua? list, which is quite the range. Wow. Books? J.K. Rowling? Oh, no. What? No, no, no. Oh, my God. Stephen King. Dean survival guide. I'll give you points for any, that. I any own John it. Grisham. But J.K. Rowling, uh, it just hurts me. Movies. Hancock, I hate you. Uncle Buck. T- what? Horror movies. And sci-fi. Television. The Lost Room? Lost Room. I've never even heard of that. I don't Stargate, know that I know. Lost? Lost? And We're Alive. I don't know. And he's playing World of Warcraft, so... He also likes Minecraft, and he likes Fable. Uh, interests. Keith and the Girl. I don't know that I one. Guess Bites, that's a audio books. books on cassette, video. I guess. Good Lord. Well, it might just be a picture of audiobooks. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because that's just an old radar thing. of uh, Whatever. And with a whopping 84 friends, he needs this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please. <laughs> i got to put more Saber Dances up here because I think this is going to take a few. It may. I'm just gonna put those on uh, cue. All right, so all right, so that's our first contender, Mr. Hennessy. Next we have uh, Mr. Alvarez, who was in last week. He's the one that got the dog. Uh, wisely, he has given us nothing. Nothing. To work only with. forty friends. Only so forty he's friends. Quite, Hold on, click on his profile. See if there's wait, any other. Wait, Facebook info. Maybe this is it. No, uh, that's, that's, that's this. page wrong. What are we looking at? Uh, click on the picture. See if we can get anything. Nothing. No, nope, nothing. Nothing. Well, sometimes it'll let you see more. All right. He so, also has forty friends, so he needs it more. He's Harlington High School, so sounds like a younger gentleman. All right. Then we have Porta, who is running a chocolate factory filled by a bunch of naked boys, I'm guessing, by the looks of it. Uh, he's running a sex ring through the chocolate factory. Of, 13 nope, profile pictures. Here we go. Yes. And these that, are all the different these, boys he's raped, apparently. These are not Good the Lord. same person. No, they're not. <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, uh, it's like a trophy case for him. It is. That's what it is. Is that, a, is that a cocktail bar? Oh, he's outside the cocktail bar. He's not old enough to get in the cocktail bar. See, in these, he looks kind of normal. Then you look at this one, it's like... No, wait a minute. That, that doesn't make any sense. It said... I read children. Wait, that, that picture, go back there. Yeah. Okay. It says cocktail bar. Right. It's, it's in English. Isn't he from Norway? Porta? Wouldn't, yeah, I think so. Wouldn't it be Norwegian then? I mean, that's not Norwegian. Porta, are you from, you're from Norway, aren't you? You're like some kind of weird foreigner, aren't you? He's in IRC. I don't know if he's responding, though. Beefalo Prime. I like that from Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Top Hat Porta let him in. He looks like a Bond villain. I'll go to Porta B. I vote for Beefalo again. He deserves to be inducted twice. <laughs> Willie the Monster is easily the best pick. That Kevin guy looks like the guy who collects the tax for the garbage company. Nobody fucks with him either. <laughs> NAC Fritzel, rape your children guy, is my vote. <laughs> Primary vote goes to people. Okay, yeah, we got uh, Porta. He's the guy who would have raped Hermione in Harry Potter one. <laughs> wow, wow. So I guess he he's what haggard without the beard. <laughs> wow. Oh, Porta, I can geez. tust him. I don't know what tust is, but I don't want to tust him either. So, all right. So there you have our three contestants for the Facebook face off to join the Iron Friends list. So we got Porta, we got Mr. Hennessy, and we got Mr. Alvarez. So, a pit bull, a guy who looks like he ate a pit bull, and a guy in a top that looks like he raped a pit bull. So, <laughs> your, your choice, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, vote now. The rapist. Uh, how do we do this? The convict, the dog molester, or, you know. Child molester. The, yeah, all right. So, go. It should be pretty easy to figure out who's who at this point. <clears throat> now, why should everybody pours in the IRC to vote? Kind of looks like a mafia style Nick Frost. Eh. All right, so we need to vote here, folks. Uh, so go Hennessy, go Porta, or 
Go dog. All right, pick one. Hurry up, we're running out of saber dances. It's already 9.15. Gotta get out of here. There we go. Rapids, there we go. Porta for the win. Porta. Porta, Porta, Porta. Child Porta. Scary rapist. All right, so Hennessy's got one. <laughs> oh, no, he's got three now. Okay. So We've got three. All right, so it's top hat. Porta's in has a commanding lead. Yes, he does. Rapist you got to feel bad for Alvarez. No one is voting for the dog. you got to change your photo, dude. you got to give us more. Porta's winning the lead over the convict. Fat Man United, I ride for the I ride for the white man who ate the pit bull. So it looks like Porta is in a yeah has a commanding lead, although Winora keeps voting. So if the top hat wasn't cool. All right, so it looks like Porta's going to run away with this one. So oh. unless Convict. Convict can make a last minute rally here, I don't, I don't think, think so. he can. No, I don't think it. No, just counted him up. Not even close. Yeah, it's it's okay. not even close. So just to confirm, Highlander, your opinions? Ah. Uh, I, I think the guy who uh, I just like want he, this guy coming to find us I later. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about him. The like, danger. He's going to come down and uh, eat our children or something. Holy shit, he still named himself Beefalo on Facebook? That is awesome. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I thought he'd take it down after no. a little while, you know? You know, no. here's an interesting question. What, what? I was gonna. My interesting question was, did you ever get in touch with that hot-ass chick? That no, did? I didn't. Oh, that's sad. Sadly. Uh, um, anyways, uh... My question was: Are we going to do like at the Hall of Fame, where if you only if you get passed over so many times, you get kicked out? You're not allowed to be up for vote anymore. I would think so, because I mean, at, at a certain point, it's obviously not going to happen. All right, so we'll go with the standard five, which I think it is in MLB. Yeah. So you've been passed Works. over twice now, Mr. Alvarez. You got to give us more. You got to give us some photos. Got to give us a picture. I like That's the dog. It looks like mine, but I mean, That's you got to give us more. The guy who had that grayscale background is that that dude? I have no. No, idea. as no, far no, no, as no. I'm aware, last week that's that's what he had. He had the uh, dog. Because okay. I remember okay. the dog. All right, so Porta, Welcome you have now the joined the Iron circle. Friends. So, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. Anyways, so there you go. That is the Facebook face-off for this week's edition of the Empress Court. Now look at that timing. Wow, that, that is amazing yeah. timing. Okay, how did that stop, 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 everybody stop. All right, there. <laughs> that's not what I meant to do. What I meant to do was this. You gotta stop doing that, dude. You just ruin it for yourself. You have the manners of a goat. All right, folks, if you have a question that That's you'd like so me to ask on The Quickening, please email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Here we go, The Quickening. <laughs> question. I know, right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> who sends this shit in? Um, who was it that sent I'm not that convinced he gets any I mail. I'm oh, not no. Convinced he Do you want me to show you this? shit up. <laughs> I. I, I will be happy to show you these this particular person. Oh, he's clever. Jesus. He's not this clever every week. There's just no way. Between God, a yeah. fat midget, a gay midget, or a clown midget, which one would make better ammunition to fire out of a cannon? <laughs> Look, when it comes to the vertically retarded, anyone will do. Sure, you're not supposed to call them midgets. You're supposed to call them little people. But that makes them sound like they're going to do a jig and then cobble your shoes for a piece of gold. And maybe you're laughing right now at the midgets, and maybe you feel bad about it. I know I laugh at midgets anytime I can because they're all alcoholics and have jobs as bowling balls. Look, I'll stop laughing at midgets when midgets quit being so damn funny. 
The fact that there exists such a thing as midget porn is worthy enough to make fun of all dwarves. Question. Now that we have machines to do our math, why do we need Asians? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Asians have contributed a lot to world culture, (laughs) apart from being good at math. There's ramen, the PlayStation, Bukaki, all things that are very important to college students all over the world. Asia is also the preferred source of girls for human trafficking for sex dens in the world, so they've got that going for them. Uh, their 10-year-olds are also renowned for their shoe-sewing skills, sometimes going as long as 18 hours in one stretch just to make shoes for spoiled Western teenagers. Woo-hoo! They also have a great game called Find Wado, which is just like Find Waldo, only much, much harder, since, as everyone knows, all Asians look the same. <laughs> and they also have some great recipes for cat and dog. I'm going to blow beer out of my nose if he catches me wrong here. Jesus. <laughs> I'm glad we're not big overseas. And, <laughs> and finally, last question. It's short quickening. Who in this world is the greatest troll? Does he accept students to share his, or I suppose possibly her, grand trolling philosophy to cause the greatest amount of noobly anguish and suffering? <laughs> well, I know who thinks he's the greatest troll. Uh, ironically enough, no lying, I did find an article from the Daily Mail in the UK that talked to a UK doctoral student who was doing her dissertation on trolling on the internet. Let's go to that right now. I sure as heck did. Ba-ba. It's actually a, a very long article about this girl who got bullied online, and then she decides to kill herself. Wait, did it say under a train? Did that? I'm, I'm trying to actually get to the part where they talk to this girl who did her dissertation. Uh, well, there we go. Whitney Phillips, a Ph.D. student at the University of Oregon, studied trolls for her doctorate. She says they are mostly men in their 20s and early 30s, usually college-educated and intelligent. Yes, sir! (laughs) Quote, they are scavengers, picking up scraps of what is being discussed in the media and then doing stuff with it, Phillips says. It's impossible to say how many of them exist. Phillips estimates there are probably thousands, but the number is growing. Uh, And then it just kind of keeps on going like that. But as you heard, they are mostly men in their 20s and 30s, usually college-educated and intelligent. This eliminates Emp because, as we all know, Emp isn't intelligent. (laughs) If you have a question that you would like me to answer on the quickening, please email me. Highlander1g at (laughs) gmail.com. That was pretty good. That was solid. That was a good quickening. I liked it. All right, now. Actually, uh, in, in yeah. seriousness, no. Wait, do you have a trolling philosophy? You know, I used to. Um, I used to because um, the way that I would troll specifically was to... Remember we had a discussion a while back where people will only depict certain things uh, you know, a certain way, especially in society. They only have like one facet. They show a person, they only say... A certain thing, maybe you know, they know a racist joke, but they won't say it because people in society will look at them a certain way. Right. My trolling philosophy was always to to throw a nugget out there or grab a part of somebody's you know topic or discussion and twist it, not even necessarily twist it, but get them to come out and say what they truly are trying to get or truly meaning. Uh-huh. A lot of times, people will kind of dance around an issue. They're trying to lead people towards something. Well, I don't want to be led. I'll just jump right to it and then tell you why you're wrong. The other philosophy I have is specifically in gaming. <clears throat> in Total War, I, I did this all the time. Mechawk Desperado can back me up on this. Where I would troll them and just start just giving them the worst tongue lashing possible. Calling everything name in the book. 
You know, if I they, remember this. Yes, if they gave them any, you know, if their name was weird or the way they deployed or the kind of troops, anything. Because if they're so busy, typing, the same thing works in StarCraft. I did it in Risk a couple nights ago. Uh-huh. The guy was so busy typing to me, tell me why the market wasn't going to crash on Monday morning, that he didn't realize he'd already lost Finland, Norway, and Sweden to me because my guys had landed. Uh-huh. <laughs> if he's so hell-bent on telling me why I'm wrong and is so fired up to explain to me that I can't possibly inter- you know, realize what it is I'm saying, he's not paying attention to what he's supposed to be doing, that gives me an advantage. Because I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. He could be wrong. I could completely or he could be right. I could be completely wrong. I don't care because that's not my goal. Right. My goal is to win the game, and he's distracted. And especially if he's really pissed off, he's not concentrating completely on what he should be. Uh-huh. And it happens all the time. God, I would love <clears throat> to get you, me, and my dad in a single card game. It would be vicious. <sighs> wow. Because that's our whole philosophy on that'd, everything: is be as much be of an asshole as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Make them cry. Especially with your dad mark, with some drinks on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Hollander, you're not much of a troll. No, no. I, I used to be, though. I used to be a big troll. What was your philosophy? What was my philosophy? Uh, my philosophy was just about getting attention. Just if, if I could get the most amount of attention on myself, hmm. I felt that, that then I, I had accomplished something. If I could, if I could turn like the entire thing whatever it happens to be be it a message board be it a website be it whatever just around what i was doing then i felt that i i had accomplished what i set out to do which did happen oh it did. i distinctly remember it did well i'm i'm sorry i, I don't know that Allegedly. It was necessarily you but i had heard rumors <laughs> to that effect that a certain uh professional quake league was completely and utterly destroyed for a period of almost a month where everything revolved around a fake clan of non-existent players and non-existent personalities other than what appeared on the forums. Yes. That's I, impressive. I, I That's heard impressive. about this, too. It was rather glorious, I have to say. <laughs> Including issuing challenges to the top-ranked teams on this Quake League to games where they showed up and the challenging team did not because nice. it did not exist. That is awesome. And the gnashing of teeth and wringing of hands this caused because those bastards didn't show up or joining a high-ping uh, league, because back then everybody used dial-up, uh-huh. I had heard that uh, there was a high-ping league of like a four-on-four for people that had like three or 400 pings to play Quake, and then other players who would join this league on this one clan would show up with like a 50-ping and claim they are using the Internet 2 in order to play. <laughs> it was the latest thing, you know? <laughs> You haven't heard of that? And this oh, went on for is, weeks. That is godly. <laughs> that is up there. Oh, all right, we got to get out of here. We're way over. It's almost 930, so you got an extra half hour. So, all right. Anyways. You know, I, I would say, what did we learn? But really, we didn't, We hardly got to any articles. I know. I feel we're, we're going to keep the articles for next week. So, yeah. unless you don't have to say anything, I, I think I've kept them, so don't worry about it. Uh, listeners, if you want to go ahead and send them in, feel free. Oh, the World of Warcraft thing I forgot to mention. Yeah. Um, I was going to make a bigger deal about this, but uh, I am no longer able to play World of Warcraft. and will not be able to play probably any longer. Uh, same thing with any first-person shooters. I told Shriggs this earlier. Shriggs and Bevo will be taking over the clan because it's become so successful in Coilfang, and I don't want it to fail. <clears throat> the short version is... Uh, remember I said a couple weeks ago I got some tests back that was really depressing? Yes. Yeah, it still is. I, because of the job I have, I use the computer a great deal, six to eight hours a day. When I get home, I my hands are physically not able to use the computer for much longer. And I've been pushing myself to play World of Warcraft because of everybody from the show is kind of getting in on it. <clears throat> it's become very successful. It's a lot of fun. 
but it's leaving me extremely stiff in my wrist when I wake up in the morning. Anyways, went to the. I've been going to the doctor for a couple years on this. So I'm not going to get into all the details because it's not really anybody's business but mine. But I got some tests back. I'm actually going in um, tomorrow. I'm sorry, Thursday for a second opinion. I'm getting another test for the same thing to make double check. But what it means is I can't play games that require a great deal of keyboard and mouse work for more than you know, say a half hour at a time at most. Um, <clears throat> I've been trying with StarCraft lately. I seem to be able to do that for like an hour time, if that, and then stop. Other than that, my hands throb way too much. And unfortunately, I don't really have anything to control it anymore. And I really shouldn't have to. It's never going to go away. It's only going to get progressively worse. <clears throat> Warcraft involves using a great many um, buttons, especially for oh, yeah. ED, uh, W, and R, if you go up, down, left, right. You, know, you can hit a button to have your character run, but you still got to stop and change directions. You still got, you know, one through ten, you know, all your different spells and all that. I and I, I it's not like such a, a pussy because I'm saying I physically can't play a video game anymore, but it's gotten to the point now that I can't. So I'm not playing World of Warcraft anymore. Um, my last my last day for my time is in the beginning of September. So I, maybe we should think of some kind of big blowout thing to do uh, for World of Warcraft and just do it on a weekend. And the problem is, you know, I don't want to play like one day a week on a Saturday. You know, because I haven't worked all day, you know, my, my, my hands aren't bad. But when it starts affecting things, I can't do it at home because I'm, I'm that bad off. It's time to give up something. Unfortunately, that's going to be most MMOs, most first-person shooters, at least on the on the computer. I, I just can't do it anymore. And I know how pathetic that sounds. And trust me, nothing sounds more pathetic when the doctor said, oh, by the way. So he's got an Indian accent. <clears throat> Sorry, Arabic. Oh, by the way. Thank you. You need, again. To, you, know, you need to change your lifestyle. So Put it, your hands it, in the Slurpee <laughs> and make sure you <clears throat> keep it in there for at least one minute. Obviously, I can't slack off on work. Although, even that, I'm going to have to find some kind of alternative in the years coming because I can't keep doing what I'm doing. It's not going to get better. And they can't. It, 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 they can't fix it. So so there you go. There's the pathetic you know, story. I, I want to wait to the end because I didn't really want to discuss it. Again, it's nobody else's business than, you know, but mine. But I just didn't want to disappear after having everybody kind of buy into this thing. And I'm pissed because I went and bought the last two expansions, Wrath Lich King and uh, Cataclysm. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see half of it. Not even half of it. Before you know, it got to the point where I just can't do it anymore. And it, it, it just, God. The waste of money. And I was having fun with it. So, <clears throat> But Triggs and Beeble will continue it on. They've got command of everything. I, I signed over the Guild Bank and the, the Guild Leadership. We still use the 1G form. They still got uh, access to the Mintrill. None of that's going away. 1G is not going away. In fact, we have our sixth and for what is it? 1996 till today is how many years? A lot. 15? 16? 16 years? <laughs> okay, 1996. <laughs> to, to 2006 is 10 years. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 15 years. 15 years. <clears throat> August 15th is our 15th year of existence as a clan. So I'm trying to get some of the uh, the folks that live around here to come in. And Carnadine lives in uh, Highland Heights. Look mm-hmm. him. Uh, sure Shot works at the same company he does. Mm-hmm. Trying to get him to come over. Uh, Desperado, a couple. Of, I mean, there's a guy still around the area. I'm trying to get him in for like a like a reunion show. But <clears throat> I'm still be playing games. Just not as prolific. Probably gonna have to move the console because that's less stress. Believe it or not, in my hands. So I'm not giving up the hobby, but it's it's definitely. Have you change. have you thought? I mean, obviously it wouldn't. It would just be a temporary solution. But getting like a more ergonomic keyboard or something along that's the lines. That's why I got of- the ergonomic. Um, 
key, uh, right. pad in. Or like this a gaming a, keyboard, which is usually a little <clears throat> better tilted and a little more actuated. And I do have, you know, I actually went and bought myself the foam padding for my keyboard and another one of these, you know, foam uh, gel pad type mouse pads for work. I can do that, but again, it doesn't really help much. At this point in the game, and I've, like I said, I've been seeing this guy for two years, but I saw it coming. It's developed quite a bit in my aunt, my three aunts and my mother within the last three years. But they're, you know, in their late 50s, early 60s. Right. I'm half that age. That's what doesn't make any sense because most of my age don't get this. And it's kind of like, well, fuck, I don't want to be crippled by the time I'm 40. It's like, well, you don't have much choice. You know, and they're going to they're gonna treat it and all that. And obviously, it's not going to get, I don't think it's going to get that bad that quick. I hope to God it is. Uh-huh. But something's got to get. But I, I, I physically can't do it anymore. So if I had an unending supply of Vicodin, maybe, but I don't. So that's out. I'm not gonna so stole myself house. completely out of the out of my mind to play games. No offense. Anyways, so oh, we've learned like that. And now that wonderful high note. <laughs> hey yo, let's go, everybody. So what did we learn today? What did we learn? Oh, we learned that we early uh, your hands are all fucked up. Yes, we learned that Norway apparently is giving a knee jerk reaction and eliminating everything that's. Um, you know, we learned about Oticon. Yes. We learned you were on that uh, game show. And we press your luck. It'll be on YouTube, I believe, next week. Varyar, anything? Uh, I learned that when coming to when it comes to cannon ammunition, all midgets are equal. That's <laughs> true. Uh, oh, the games we played. Uh, we learned Alley Noir, my game of the year so far. Uh, I didn't talk about uh, Duke Nukem Forever. I finished that one. Uh, very disappointed. Um, I, underst- I understand part of the reasons why the game is the way it was. Really, were I mean, it really was. We expecting anything else? It I mean, was. It, yeah, it, it, was yeah. it was patched together from twelve years worth of. You know, we're going to make it. Right. We're going to remake it. Remake it. Uh, they did set it up for a sequel, so hopefully the next one won't be twelve years in the making, and it'll be Streamline. better, yeah, yeah. decent, be better. Yes, that'd be nice. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, but there, there was, was some, shit. There were some dated things in there that really, you know, were from like two thousand four and two thousand five. Uh, Child of Eden, great game, too short. Uh, Shadow of the Damned, I'm in the middle of playing. Uh, very weird. Uh, if you liked any of the Resident Evil, the recent Resident Evils, you probably will like that. You learn that <laughs> <laughs> Lenora shouldn't rant in his emails. What? You all learn Hilo's getting a ferocious butt pounding from a horny ogre. That's true. Uh, make sure you you read the Balance Break comic. Folks, what I mean, guys, what time next week are we gonna get together to do the show? I haven't even, we haven't discussed. Um, I don't know because, like I said, I, I fly out. Well, you're not gonna Tuesday be here next morning, week, so I'm probably not gonna. You're be gonna be able here. To do what about you? Uh, Saturday, I got a show in the evening, so any time other than that, I can make it work. So Friday or Sunday? Either way. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, Friday I work four to eight, so Sunday. Sunday would be is best for me. All right, so we'll shoot for Sunday because you're out of town. Yeah, I, I might be able to do. So. I'll, I'll have to find out. I'll find out in. Like, well, a shit. Day if you're or back two. on Sunday, then. Well, no, we're talking about this upcoming Sunday. Yes, right? yes. Okay, no, I'm, I'm, next week, this coming week's show. I mean, we've already done Monday. Right. What are we going to do for this weekend? Right. Yeah. Game? Usually, I work on Sundays, but I will find out if I'm working. On Sundays. Well, you're flying out next Tuesday. Okay, right. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, I, if, if we're doing let the me show, know on. what? Day, okay. So, yes, Sunday works for you. Let me know. I will let you know as soon as I know. Because I don't want to do it Monday, because then you'll be dead in the morning to right, right here. Okay. So, uh, check the website for for details, folks. I'm sorry to, to keep doing this on the last minute for you. There's nothing I can do about it. It's just uh, schedule schedules. Um, all right, folks. I think, so let's see. I want to thank our uh, show contributor, None Left, for doing the best of last week. I still haven't heard from anybody how that went. Also, for contributing articles we did not use in the show. I want to thank No Wise for, for helping me. Um, <clears throat> we'll use them for next week. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely. Yeah, they're great articles. We'll we, just did, we just didn't get to them. Uh, thanks, No Wise, for troubleshooting part of my mic problem for my headset mic, as well as putting up our now two 
uh, podcast for the last two weeks of shows, especially the one from two weeks over the 16th. That was the mega show we all three people here. That was fucking hysterical. Definitely check that one out. This one was pretty good, too. I have been I've been looking for the last couple yes. because I've been trying now to listen up. to them. But, yeah. Okay, cool. They're now up. They just went up a couple days ago because I, I got a, a new editing program. Nice. Thank you for the listeners for tuning in. Thank you very much. Most of you, we're going to be doing this. Thank you to Audio Audible Books, the only sponsor we've got apparently going. Uh, let's see. ClampyRealGuard.com.net. Join us. Especially, uh, go ahead. Yep, yep, go, go, go. <laughs> join, <laughs> join us on World of Warcraft. Talk to Shriggs or Bevo. Uh, let's post some BTW forums. Uh, I will get more details on that after hour show. I don't know if we'll do this on the weekend because we have to discuss the topic. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Join us on Facebook, uh, Emperor's Court. Remember, you have to go through the Iron Friends yeah, uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Emperor's Court, all one word. Yeah, so if you don't want to go through the Facebook face off, join us on Twitter because there's nothing on there because you can't follow us. So. Yeah, if you're a pussy. The pussy list. I like that. There you go. There you go. Also, if you're a woman and want to send us, you know, any kind of proof that you are in fact a woman, Sriffin has started a, uh, a very good precedence. I highly recommend you follow it. <laughs> Questions, comments, opinions, Emperor One Cox on that. Anything else, gentlemen, before we take off? No, I think that's it. That's it for me. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internet. Hurrah! So long, everybody. One run on one one that's all we got. One goddamn hit. I can't say goddamn. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.